0: the black guy who tips podcast i listen because rod and karen are hot Mm. in 1979 julia wilder and maggie bozeman felt the full wrath of alabama's legal system wilder the 69 year old president of pickens county voters league and an officer of the southern christian leadership conference had been hard at work to make the voting rights act a living viable document in rural alabama by the late 1970s no african-american had ever been elected to office in pickens county which was 42 percent black joining wilder in this work was 51 year old maggie bozeman president of the local naacp branch they had collected absentee ballots for more than three dozen elderly and disabled african-americans had those forms certified as valid by the local funeral director who was a notary and sent those ballots into the board of elections that's when the trouble began. Mm. Later that year, Sophie Spann, an African American woman, went down to the local grocery store to cast her vote in the election and was turned away because the election official said she had already voted absentee. That set off for this investigation by the Pickens County District Attorney, followed by a tumultuous, haphazard trail, trial that was so riddled with holes and contradictions that the appeals court labeled the key witnesses' testimony confusing, conflicting, and indecipherable hodgepodge. Of the 13 victims, quote-unquote, the only one who remained steadfast in insisting that her vote was stolen was Sophie Spann, who just happened to have reared the sheriff's deputy and son-in-law, and who was brought lunch by the sheriff personally before she took the stand. Based on Span's testimony alone, both women were found guilty by an all-white jury whose verdict was upheld by the appeals court. Bozeman received a four-year prison sentence, and Wilder got hit with the maximum five years, which for a 69-year-old could easily be a life sentence. These were the stiffest sentences ever given in an Alabama voting fraud case. The SCLC president, the Reverend Joseph Lowry, wailed that Bozeman and Wilder were politically lynched hey welcome to the Blackout out test podcast your host rod and karen we're live on a saturday ready to do feedback that means all of the stuff you wrote in about this week uh and actually for the last two weeks because we took a week off so yes, we did uh all the stuff that you said whether it's email comments on our website theblackguywhotips.com whether it was phone uh voicemails uh whatever we're gonna get to it the comments on the site every you know everything so uh we appreciate everybody takes time out to do that you do. um and uh the official weapon of the show is the an unofficial sport what about a bullet ball extreme and today's excerpt is from uh carol anderson's one person no vote uh which is a book that i'm reading right now um it's really good so far um but yeah, it's just, there's so many examples that she litters this book with of things that are so relevant to today mm-hmm. that just inspire me and, uh, really convict me to be like, I, look, our ancestors literally did die for our right to vote and not just for our right to vote, but for our right to exercise the right to vote. It's not just, so we would have the option to stay home no they they died for us to use it and there's so many examples that um honestly uh it was making me angry at obviously the white system and power structure that has been to this day is stealing our votes and stopping us from voting Mm -hmm. and um, passing all sorts of, uh, essentially the same trick over and over. Literacy tests, re, reauthorization of our, uh, ability to, to vote, you know, uh, pulling us off of the voter rolls and stuff. Um, and so obviously, you know, everyone should be upset about that if you're a part, an American, period. Not even if you're a Republican, whatever. Every American who believes in the right to vote should be upset that there are people being denied their right to vote correct period but then on top of that um it just made me think about you know all the people that have told us how not important voting is how it's not a big deal and uh don't guilt me into voting and shit i just I, it just made me realize how little they regard history and how and how much i bet they don't know you know what i mean? Like. Mm-hmm. Like, it's easy to kind of pat yourself on the back when you're surrounded by everyone who agrees with you that tells you, like, yeah, 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 you're right. But when you actually look at the the words and the lives of the people who live this, who really, like, this is what I, like, a 69-year-old woman got a five-year prison sentence for registering black people to vote. You cannot tell me that woman is not convicted. John Lewis, who who dying words are about voting, You can't tell me these people weren't like you you're not i'm not gonna let you also erase that history you know and i don't care what color you are you're not gonna also erase the history of these people who told us explicitly what they were doing why they were doing it and what they were willing to give up to do it um so yeah i i like and more importantly than uh than just the Uh, obstacles that have been placed in the way of the black vote was also just this for me. We fight. We fight, man. Like, never let anybody tell you that that anyone sat back and just took it. Never let anybody tell you that, you know, we were complacent. We lied down. Like, I mean, when you see the amount of things that have been conspired against us as a voting populace, because they are so afraid of what happens when we vote. Mm -hmm. Not because something bad will happen to white people, Mm -mm. but because they are so afraid of giving up that power. And they're so afraid of the fact that we will never go back. We will never Mm -hmm. go back. Black people governing in this country will lead us into prosperity Mm -hmm. and white people, have believed and 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 uh spread so much disinformation and mythologized so much about the inferiority of blackness that they can't have that happen on their watch because it will prove that they were wrong it will prove the entire enterprise of the united states being built on white super- superiority white supremacy It will prove the entire affair is wrong the entire foundation of this country will be proven wrong from the forefathers who said all the flowery words but then owned slaves come on to 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 donald trump it will prove that the idea that uh, that whiteness is rightness completely wrong and i think that strikes at the core of white people in a way that they don't even understand like subliminally subconsciously they have not considered that you know and for those that are afraid you know and for the ones that aren't afraid the ones that are being like yes let's bring on this era I don't want this I don't like the way this world is shaking out for me too um you know obviously those people understand like yes we like there has to be a better way but there's a you know for the white people that are against it the only way they can win is to either trick us into defeating ourselves and being like, well, I'm just not even going to participate in the system. And look at, and then you just look at them run roughshod over us. Or, uh, they try to trick, uh, trick us by saying, how do we stop your power? How do we keep you from voting? How do we keep you out of the polls? Too many things. We found out so many things just in the last few years where it has been confirmed, like, Russian people don't want Black people to vote. Mm-hmm. um You know, uh the Russian people want to want to stoke the fires of race. Our social media has been infiltrated by bots that stroke that just like pull up the divisive issues and try to turn everyone against each other. Many of them in blackface. I call them blots. Um, Come on, blacks. But, like, they, like, we have found too much information. The, the blacks for Bernie dude, they got paid by Trump's, by Trump to, uh, keep black people from voting or get them to vote for Trump. Both of those actions were considered equally weighted and they got paid just as much money for either one. So there was no lack of preference to them, to Trump, to Republicans. Us not voting is the same thing as voting for trump that's 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 how they look at it and that's why they do so much to keep us off the rolls and i feel like we have a responsibility to vote we have a responsibility to because the other thing i keep thinking about because people go you know i'm you know the goal is for me to not participate somehow but my thing is like how can i do that in good conscience when i know it's people that's getting taken off the voter rolls that are black and we know that it's not fair who would they vote for if they could vote you know what i mean am i gonna just say well it's not fair i'm gonna just join them and not they can't vote even though they want to and i'm gonna just not vote even though i could how's that helping them you know how's that helping trans people how's that helping um you know people that are uh, lgbtq how's that helping women how's that helping uh immigrants to this country how's that helping muslims how's that helping to sit my ass down um so like i said when i read these stories i get angry but i get convicted because i feel like if they would die for the right to vote the least you can fucking do is mail in your ballot uh go into the voting place early vote if you can for, for people that had a privilege to be able to do it because it should be a right but it isn't being exercised as a right in America and if the fight is fighting until it becomes a right then that's what the fight should be so I'm never going to let my voice um, I am never going to be off this shit you know what I mean I've lost friends over it I've, you know, nixed relationships over it I don't care some things are more important than everybody liking you and some things are more important than just making people feel good sometimes right is right and i know i'm right about this so um when i read these stories like these two black women going to prison for daring to believe that we should vote i i I would feel ashamed to sit on my ass in november I, i wouldn't i wouldn't be able to live with myself
1: i think that uh for me, a lot of the people, particularly black people, that are on this, I vote th- voting third party, they're on this, um, not voting at all, or your vote doesn't count, it doesn't matter. Um, I feel as though, so, for a lot of them, it's about agendas. And when it comes to agendas, agendas are like racism to me. They're irrational, they're illogical, and they don't make sense. And they will do whatever they have to do to protect itself, whatever that agenda is. So if if a person has already decided, a group or clique or whatever, has already decided they're not going to vote, no matter what you say to them, black people died, they don't care. That's what I, like, I've like. i gotten to the point where, oh, 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 no, no, no. There's no reason to talk <coughs> to you. There's no reason to negotiate with you. There's no reason to fill up with these to pull up these facts and statistics because you're just like the white person. When it comes to racism, you just don't care. And when people call you out on not caring, you go, well, you're questioning my blackness. No, I'm not questioning your blackness. I'm telling you that you don't care and you need to admit that you don't care so that we can quit having these pointless conversations with you being the center of the conversation when it does not matter what your opinion is in the fucking first place, because you don't care. You don't care about your, the history of blackness you don't care about your fellow your other black people you don't care about LGBT. you just don't care and nobody wants to be callous and just admit that but that's but 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 once you get down to the root of the problem that's it you just don't care
0: yeah i think it's interesting because we say all the time like you know look at herman cain and stuff it's like being a republican's a death cult right herman cain died dancing for him like it was all about, listen, look at this performance I'm putting on to the detriment of myself and the people around me. But what we don't talk about a lot is a lot, there's a lot of like extreme left shit that's a death cult too. Yes. Because I don't really find anything heroic in opting out in a situation where a pandemic is killing people. And you know that a huge part of that is because of the leadership in charge. And you just want to, you know, fiddle as Ron Burns. I don't, I don't see anything. To me, I don't see this di- big difference in one side of the uh, purity spectrum or the other. Like, honestly, there's just people that are on board with living and helping other people and there's not. You know, there's a reason that every time Republicans are in power, we lose the power to vote. And I can't think of a more, I can't think of a stupider thing i know stupid is not a word but i can't think of a more stupid point of view than let's throw the vote away then i can't think of a more stupid point of view because uh when you're talking about some of these things i'm reading just we're talking about things that happened after bush stole the election Mm -hmm. from gore you know the way that they started stripping out laws then stripping out the teeth of laws putting judges in place they are diabolical right we are fighting systematic. right we are fighting an enemy that is diabolical that will not be satisfied until we're all broke penniless and dead they will not be satisfied like so you know and then after obama won they were so shooken so shaken that they started eroding voter laws Uh, uh, in that case and then once since so much of politics is local once people decided i don't feel like voting in 2012 or 2010 that's what led to the erosion of black voters and this is why you go well we had lower turnout for hillary clinton and of course the woke people go yeah because we just didn't like her but what you when you find out ohio took two million people off the voter rolls like ain't got shit to do with that like like so and that and that kind of stuff happens when republicans get to run roughshod in their local electorate like they know where to cut they know who to 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 pressure and intimidate from voting they know this and like as long as i'm reading this book i'm gonna be mad about it because you know i'm mad already but every because i already know a lot of this shit but when i read these examples it gets me fired up you know and it makes me want to get on this microphone and be like hey we don't need to fall for that you know i if i'm preaching to the choir then can i get a fucking amen if not then i hope you're learning something but we don't need to be falling for that bullshit. and i mean that from the bottom of my soul i don't like i said i i'm totally fine losing a relationship over this because mm-hmm. it ain't because it's that important to me and honestly it's like my brother told me a long time ago hey if you're not useful you're useless and that's how it feels right now there's some useless motherfuckers walking around yah, yahing. but what does that mean you know it's like it's like i was thinking about this the other day and it sounds dismissive and funny but i, I but it but it's kind of what but it kind of is funny like the people that get the most offended by you being like yo you stupid for this whole i'm not gonna vote i'm not gonna participate in this sister blah, blah blah okay cool well you sound kind of stupid oh well fuck you then blah 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 what you gonna do to me you don't vote you don't like you like, you ain't got no power what you gonna you gonna be mad like 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 you gonna hurt us both it's like you already were not gonna vote so so what me being me saying you're stupid means what you're not gonna vote well you weren't gonna do that we were both gonna be injured by you not voting anyway so you gonna hurt me to hurt yourself to, to prove a point to who it's all the same shit so like i it literally is a pointless threat you know it's it's not a threat to be honest when they get mad at you but it may i thought about that the other day i was like who like how the fuck you walking around mad at something i'm gonna not like you on social media okay uh, right <laughs> like two i guess oh, well i
1: hope you know i've been around long enough to know some motherfuckers just don't like me for existing and once i came to that conclusion baby you don't mean nothing
0: what is anger that that refuses to invest in any power it's nothing it's pointless it's not it's not that you know what i mean it's like someone saying i'm a I, oh man i really want to hurt you i'm like okay i'm never gonna pick up a weapon or throw my fist against you okay well, i to suck my dick you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm so angry like that's really what they doing. it's mm-hmm. like you're saber rattling for nobody but yeah uh one person no vote it just really made me think about a lot of that stuff today because i feel like right now Three months from an election less than a hundred days it's really it's really not a game folks Mm-mm. it's really not a game
1: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. and a lot of that and we've said it before anger is an illusion of power and them saying they're mad is their illusion of power when actually they are actually powerless they just don't they they don't care that they're powerless.
0: likes and retweets to them count as power yes it does
1: yes it does but in the reality the real reality that don't mean a motherfucking thing it just don't You, you might you might as well just throw confetti up in the air it doesn't mean anything okay you're not gonna vote okay you don't like me and what now what Right. now what 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 are you going to do are you going to go make a change are you going to cause a revolution are you still going to sit there and continue to post pointless shit that don't nobody care about you know um and that's the truth and also I talk about some of the, uh, the piggyback on some of the other things you said a lot of this is because of slavery because at the end of the day uh white supremacy and the way the the system is structured they want us to go back to slavery because you bought it up penniless homelessness you know homelessness get ready to go through the roof uh republicans are not trying to revise and help people rent ride. why because like you said if you're homeless guess what you can't do motherfucking vote because you don't have a goddamn home to register so they don't care it's whatever it takes all hands on deck to get the least amount of people voting as possible that's the whole point and not only that they're going after women's rights because during this uh uh pandemic uh women lost their job at a higher clip than anybody else, particularly black women because we're the most educated group of people. we lost our jobs at a higher clip uh single parent households, majority of my women not that they're not men, lost health care and all this shit so they do not care because most women, Guess what? Most women care about their, their right to have children, their right for birth control, their right to have abortion or not. Like these are the the shit that women care about, and so guess what? We don't care about them if you're a Republican because we don't want them coming out here voting and voting these people out and 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 gaining all these rights because uh, and that's why they won't increase women's pay and pay women equal and shit like that. It's like the the game is rigged. So because the game is rigged, you have to fight against the game to make the game not rigged and when you say you're not voting all you're doing is playing into a rigged game
0: we're duty bound to create an environment to foster change that's my belief i'm not this is because see what happens is they go oh you think voting is just gonna fix everything that's not what the fuck we said right but we are duty bound to create an environment to push for that change and i know what i know that you know in your heart of fucking hearts this ain't it under donald trump this ain't this has not been the environment to get any major change done it's all surface level bullshit because you know this administration will never co-sign that none of the republicans in office will put any of this shit in the law everything you bitch and moan and complain about not being good enough isn't even the starting point because of who the fuck we're talking about you're gonna be like motherfuckers about to be evicted mm-hmm. motherfuckers about to be homeless right. motherfuckers about to have uh no jobs no unemployment benefits reduced unemployment benefits mm-hmm. in a in a pandemic mm-hmm. and motherfuckers are really sitting around waiting for jesus christ himself to drop into the goddamn um primaries or some shit it's over dog like real talk it we have the environment that we need is one where you can push it and uh, we saw what happened under Obama—the initiatives that were pushed so much, so that motherfuckers say he didn't do nothing. And every single day, it's been four years. It yes. has been four years. Every single week, there is at least one more thing Obama did that's being taken down.
1: Right, being reduced, the teeth yes, out of yes, the yes. power. Either it's completely rejected altogether, if possible um or either it's like oh yeah it's there but it actually can't do anything now it the shit can't be exercised shit is optional and that's the that's the thing that that irritates me because the thing is also uh on the low people need to pay attention to this homelessness rate because you know what's going to happen more people are going to die because of the pandemic because now guess what if i don't got about to stay i'm out in the street guess what i'm out in the open to this mm-hmm. virus that mm-hmm. everybody's telling my black ass to stay in the house for
0: i'm just saying it's we need people we can push um and we need people that will bend to this pressure people like trump see this pressure as solidifying their point you know like this thing is not over this he could win this shit yes he could he could decide i'm not uh listening to you know the numbers i'm gonna question the validity of everything like this has been all of this has happened before i just feel like once you get a certain age you've seen enough cycles of this yes you have that you can feel it coming but over my dead body man like there's like i i like we could very well be in a situation where going to the polls in november in person might mean risking your life because of coronavirus and stuff mm-hmm. and if that's the case i'm willing to die to vote same dead dead serious i'm willing to die for it because it's like this is not enough and if it's and if it and i don't want to leave the earth being like well i didn't try shit i sat around and bitch and moan and complain. and then i was when it came time to like i could pitch in i could do this one thing i was like nah i'm too good for that nah i'm not too good for that if your argument is we should do more, we can do that and do more. We advocate for shit every day on this podcast. We spread the word with our voices every time we can. We give the causes and stuff. But as, also on the baseline, that doesn't that doesn't erase the idea to me. It doesn't erase the obligation to try to make this place better with the civil civic duty of voting that I believe in. So um all right, let's let's get into the show. Butterfly in the sky I can go twice as high Take a look We're in a book A reading rainbow
2: I can
0: go anywhere Friends to know And ways to grow A reading rainbow I can be anything Take a look it's in, in a, a book, book. A, a, reading reading rainbow. Rainbow. a reading rainbow, a reading rainbow, yeah, there's more, um, shit in this book I'm gonna get to eventually, but, cause this, cause this is old shit, and it make people feel real cool, like, oh yeah, that's 1969, yeah, 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 it's still happening to this day so um yeah, it's the
1: same tactics i hope people don't realize like the game hasn't changed the tactics and the the way the board is set up is still the same it just might be called something different it just might be electronic now you know it might be a, a different faster a more efficient method but it's still the same end result
0: yeah and we got a responsibility to fight against it and put in people in power that will fight against it because uh this is not the this is not the business Mm-mm. um all right let's see we did have people who gave us money to give us money you go to the black guy who on the right hand side there's like a do you want to like put something on this one time then you want to support the podcast recurring times it's all up to you any denomination we takes it all we don't mind um, and everyone gets a shout out as well and if you're on a phone turn your phone sideways so you can see the donation thing on the right okay Because yes, for
1: some reason the regular way it's like nope I'm not gonna show it yeah I
2: dedicate this song Recession, depression, and unemployment. This all for you. Today's, Today's a new day.
0: New day, new pay. Let's talk about the people that gave us dinero. Uh Lanika M, thank you very much for your recurring donation. Tyrone M, no relation, but thank you as well. Jason F, thank you. Dostry J, appreciate you. Alexander M. Sarah B, who's a con- who I believe is a brand new recurring donator. Thank you very much, Sarah. Thank you, baby. Waste Bees by Sura. Eric M, Attitude Check. Franco Price. You know. Uh, Michael Irvin, the Playmaker. Jasmine A, Jonathan W, Deborah O, Omata A, Janine R, Mary H, Bo O, oh, our girl Shanna B, uh, Rachel H, Stefan H, no relation, but we appreciate you, okay? You know, coming through and helping us on out, alright? Brian B. Uh Trevia T. Or it might be trivia T, whichever one is right, you take it. Uh Jonathan H, Jeff M, Andy S, Corey B, Darwin M, Nicole F. Early Days of Photography, Jeremy F. Michael I- W. Marvin B. Yes. Marvin B. Solana S. Chriselle M. Nerds in Luxury. Asia D. Adam S. Yvonne M. We got a one-time donation, I believe, from, what's it say? Jason Q, who says, been laughing for free for way too long. Finally putting something in. Thanks for all you do. JQ from NYC. Thank you. Thank you. Tom W. Michael S. Luther A. G. Dana R. Uh, Nicholas Z. Uh, who else we got here? Uh, Bomani Jones. About to be his birthday. Ooh-hoo. Happy early birthday, Bomani. Laura E. Noel W. Rita May C. Miss Hathaway. Sonia B. Uh, Pete B. Olivia from Chicago. Renate N, Black film press comics. Dave from Brooklyn. Johanna M. We got Ricky A. Pretty Ricky, what to call him? Johanna M. Uh, Christine N. Who's a brand new return donator to go to the new members class? All right, Christine, we appreciate you. And finally, Laura F. It was two weeks, and that's why I was long as hell. And the people say, Oh, oh, oh. You look so much better when you oh oh oh. And you look so much better when you oh oh oh. And you look so much better when you oh oh and you, oh. And you look so much better when you oh oh oh. And you look so much better when you oh oh oh. And you look so much better when you oh oh oh. And you look so much better when you smile. All right, let's talk about these five-star reviews. We got quite some views. Um right. On the iTunes, let's see, we got... uh Let's see where we at here. All. Okay, so we'll start with the one on the 20th. I got the Lyricist Lounge reference. It made me laugh out loud at work. Thank you. DMC D3. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not a lot of people... uh Not a lot of people I think remember the Lyricist Lounge era. Rockets Records. Uh, reparations review. Rod and Karen are so freaking smart, funny, and compassionate—all my favorite things. Ooh, what a what a oh you! Where is from? Oh, Canada, of course. All of my favorite things. Rod takes on current events are always solid and well reasoned, and yet he never leaves his heart on the sidelines. If he did, I wouldn't love this podcast so much. Oh, thank you, thank you. You know, I try to I try to do what I can do. All right. It's hard. I had to fight for that. I was surrounded by people that I felt like the pressure, I feel like the pressure on everybody online is to put your emotions aside unless it's a person that looks exactly like you. Yes. Or unless unless you believe in like hierarchy then yeah, a person a you're hierarchy. above, you can you can pity them. But it's not the same thing as loving somebody to pity them. You know what the I mean? Way. I I just feel like Yeah, if I got to take my heart out of it, then I don't want it. Cuz that's not the real me if I got to be like I hope this nigga dies when i don't really feel that way you know and at the same time you know the other way too if i hope the nigga dies i I don't want to feel like i can't say it you know <laughs>
1: uh
0: awesome this is from oh the last one was from giving my druthers um so this one is from Isaac Hayes, 76 um and it's Hayes h-a-z-e awesome balanced and nuanced perspectives are lost are lost art these days uh thankfully these two can offer well-rounded informed opinions lol keep it up thank you we try to this is overdue like public library book says (laughs) navios um rod and karen every time i listen to your saturday shows i tell myself this is the week you're gonna write that review well today is the day come on i've been listening for years i first got on when i was listening to blacking it up i told y'all i was an og yes you are blacking Mm -hmm. it up and elon always had this rod dude giving his witty commentary to the topics of the day i was like this dude needs to have a podcast well baby jesus with his gold fleece diapers was like i got you man man you and karen have me have got me through so many spots from a divorce to one and a half hour daily commutes to work and everything in between i'm active duty and deployed a lot y'all put out so much content i just load it up before i go out again and have plenty to listen to in an anglo dominated space at work y'all keep me balanced when i have to deal with the exians. Uh, y'all are the standard for podcasting out there. To see you go from starting this as a passion to making it a business model is awesome. I seriously appreciate what y'all do. The camaraderie between other black podcasters. Y'all put me on the Chris and D-Palm and JL, so the love keeps going. Plus, y'all are from my home state. What's the Salem representing? Oh shit, shout out to What's the Salem.
1: Right up 85.
0: Mm-hmm uh karen my daddy's side grew up in waysboro so we're practically we're probably 18th cousins twice removed I, I say
1: that again my my granddaddy had uh uh 20 kids uh two of uh, my grandma and a woman across the field were having babies at the same time so baby you you never know
0: <laughs> karen's laugh is all the emoji flames a- anytime i meet someone who's in the podcast or not i bring y'all up uh you're a real lifesaver keep doing what you do and i'll be a listener for life jay thanks jay thank you uh rod and karen are hilarious this is from ninja p samid i believe is how i said came here after hearing rod and karen on katg and their comedy and conversations only got me interesting well interesting when keith isn't yelling and ripping papers <laughs> <laughs> only get more interesting when keep uh you know i mean we could probably use some some yelling and ripping papers in here i don't know
1: yeah. <laughs> sometimes um, i feel like yelling and ripping papers
0: fantastic podcast everyone should be listening learning and laughing thank you thank you listening learning and laughing i like that um uh you guys rock heard karen on katg and just Yay! loved her point of view love listening all the way from scotland wow
1: hey thank you baby
0: and that's from uh tippy toes 1981 well thank you tippy toes okay I, think I had a ball being over there i'm glad y'all enjoyed me yeah i mean listen i you got my vote for get you know best new guest thank you you got it in the bag i can't imagine anyone in the next four months topping that okay uh coming home this is from and also like this is what's cool about doing other podcasts is like you know having that crossover and stuff Mm -hmm. and developing relationships that are like reciprocal and nice and respectful and stuff man because like you know there's a lot of ways to do podcasting and there are there's some people out there that really like uh, approach it like i got to be number one and Mm -hmm. everybody else ain't shit if you're not not trying to to make no friends yeah like i didn't yeah it's like a reality show i didn't come here to make friends Mm -hmm. i came here to win you know
1: Mm -hmm. and then you hit the, the dramatic beat Coming behind mm-hmm. them as they make their confessionals.
0: Yeah, and so to be able to have like a um you know, like a relationship um that's fruitful mm-hmm. with so many of our peers at this point is dope. You know, it doesn't mean you're gonna be friends with everybody and all this shit. It really, you know, obviously. But um to be able to say like, you know, we really respect and look up to Keith and him because really without their podcast i don't think we would be doing a podcast period because that was definitely the people that inspired me um so you know it's always cool to be able to like you know go on their show and kick it with them and you know and they, and they also like are really good authentic people mm-hmm. um because i remember <laughs> when i first started listening and i'm like this is edgy but well, it might be too far over the edge for me and then like but there was something about them that they were so real i really did genuinely believe like they're gonna get it they're gonna like they're 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 being authentic they're being funny but also there's something about them that's more than just trying to be a joke
1: yes 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 and it's one of those things like everybody else who's been on the microphone long enough you grow right change you evolve your opinions change you have life-altering events like like all these things calls for evolution and people that aren't recorded on a microphone, they go through these evolutions, but it's not a recorded record of them going through this evolution, but everybody goes through this some way, shape, form or fashion.
0: Yeah. And I think, yeah, they're part of the reason I believe that you can come on a microphone, share your opinion multiple times a week and will let people see you grow over this course of time and Mm -hmm. change and the places where you don't change and how the world changes in ways that you know it it makes you have to change because the world is changing you know what right. i'm saying so uh yeah infinite respect for them and yeah it's always dope to to collaborate with them uh coming home this is from bonnie N. who says i stopped listening to all podcasts when i stopped going to the office quarantine in case this review makes it into the future but catching uh-huh. up on tbgwt really feels like coming home Rod and Karen are are thoughtful, empathetic, and have integrity that is very hard to find in the age where it feels like people are brands, and every take is a hot take because if no one sees it within an hour, it's irrelevant. Mm, That's a great point. Mm -hmm. Mm, That yeah, that is a great point. Yeah, because that's why people be doing hot takes so much.
1: Yeah, and because y'all know us, sometimes shit happen, and we'll actually wait two, three weeks sometimes, or we'll wait until. Uh, like a real in-depth investigation happens and yeah. then we'll talk about it because a lot of times when you do your hot take you put your hot take out there and literally sometimes within the next 20-30 minutes something else about it will break
0: yeah and i mean even with yeah i just think there's something about that hot take thing because like if you if you think about it it's like our lives are constantly being filled with content yes and so because that's happening people want to stand out and it's like you know like the way i read twitter i don't get on twitter and try to read everything people say Mm -mm. i'm just reading what people are saying in that moment right Mm -hmm. and the things that resonate on twitter are the things that get retweeted right and the things that get retweeted are the things that are the most like the hottest takes right Mm -hmm. and that is you know unless it's like really poignant really accurate a lot of times it's just like well if i can't think of the thing that encapsulates all of this i can at least say something that's gonna get your attention yes so if i go online and i say um beyonce's a bitch or whatever that's gonna get retweeted and it won't be forgotten in that hour or whatever that that normally if i just went on there and said um had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich people they don't give a fuck about that you know it's gonna move down the timeline it's like i don't exist so man that's a great point they really cultivated a space for conversation a space for hot topics to cool so they can really taste them before naming the flavor i feel like insightful and funny are overused descriptions for many things though it's absolutely true for this show It's educational emotional and also you will press pause to finish laughing at one joke so you don't miss the next one rod and karen really rise above many other shows that might touch on similar topics because of their kindness this show is really good because rod and karen are really good and they are really good at what they they do wow thank you bonnie baby Wow, these are some good reviews man we should take a week off more off (laughs) i know right we also got some on uh stitcher come on through stitcher king linwood says five stars love the show really like the show keep up the good work been been listening for years well i mean first of all thank you Mm -hmm. but i do feel like the title said love the show and then you said really like the show and so i feel like we lost a little like we lost some of the rating in the text and the body of the review so but but I we still, still appreciate it us. yeah i'm a, i'm gonna stick with love
1: yes I, i'm oh, not I'm, gonna I'm, let you mm-mm. take it back i'm not gonna demote it you can't take your love away from me
0: mm-hmm. the absolute best three snizz app says five stars this podcast is simply the best out there i first found it through twib i was only really listening to podcasts a couple times a week but was starting to get more into them and i wanted to explore so i checked out stitcher's recommendations and the very first one was tariq nasheed show
1: yeah we all linked up yeah you go through that algorithm it's a lot of stuff y'all niggas be lying it's a lot of stuff i look on facebook and twitter i don't watch it i don't like it but them algorithms don't lie a lot of people like us and they like a lot of other stuff too
0: Oh my bad, I hit the wrong button. Mm-hmm. So oh, I man, checked man, out Stitcher's recommendations man. and the very first one was Tariq Nashid show I was excited to hear another black voice and gave it a listen. Yuck. It was not for me. The next suggestion was the blackout tips, but after Tariq's BS, I didn't want to give it a try, so I skipped it. For months, TBGWT was sitting in my recommendations and showing up in my feed as a suggested option, but I kept skipping it. Then one day, I was listening to Twib and they were talking about Bernie and expressing a lot of the same frustrations that, had, that I had with the whole narrative surrounding him. And out of nowhere, Rod called in and started dropping some Bernie So Black jokes, and it was amazing and hilarious. Elon said, you were one of the hosts of the TBGWT, and I remembered that your podcast had been in my suggestions. So as soon as the show was over, I gave it a listen. I was immediately hooked. I was so surprised at how nuanced the discussions were and the wide swath of politics covered. The married hosts, and Rod and Karen, are so smart and relatable, and you can tell that they genuinely love each other and are best friends. And when they disagree and get kind of heated about different topics, it never feels awkward or uncomfortable or contentious at all. It feels like a real conversation with real family, with real love and compassion. The absolute opposite of 90% of social media and CNN MSNBC discussions.
1: Agreed, and uh Poe thing. It's 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 almost like uh if you only ever ate your vegetables blanched or you only ate like canned vegetables and like nobody actually like really like cooked them or grilled them or baked them or or adding any bacon or anything to it, you're like, Yeah and then you get something good. You're like, you know what? This is actually really good.
0: Yeah. Shout out to that algorithm for Stitcher though. Yeah,
1: for real. It, it don't lie. And it, and this I mean it's okay if you listen across the board but 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 just know that uh some of y'all lie y'all tell us that uh them niggas ain't shit but the algorithms don't lie
0: karen has the best laugh and a great pun game but the moments where she makes the worst puns are ones that don't even make sense but laughs at <laughs> herself oh, yeah laughs herself anyway crack me up Rod is an excellent interviewer and is also funny as fuck both Rod and Karen seamlessly mix jokes and in depth discussions and emotional honesty in a really great way that makes you laugh and feel seen and consider new perspectives this show has been an absolute godsend to me as I live in rural Virginia but feel like I have connections to my play black family every day
1: Aww. and also for me what I realized y'all and this I don't know if this is me just getting older, or me being the only child if you can't laugh at you there's something wrong like you need to laugh at yourself and so that's why i know this shit don't make no sense but i don't care because i crack me up and if you can crack yourself up that's when you know your comedic genius is on another level because <laughs> <laughs> if you laugh at you that means you can give a joke and take a joke because if you can't laugh at you you i feel like you don't know the equation of comedy
0: thank you guys so much i love your show p.s sorry for the late review it's been as it's been four years but through the power of this review i can imagine Karen me telling me in a td jake's voice woman thou art loose (laughs) thanks for a great show thank you what a great review wow this this week
1: y'all got us smiling over here
0: right y'all are wow y'all putting in the overtime uh last review starler 1990 says five stars of course uh because rod and karen are hot karen and her husband rob deserve. by the way someone sent me an email inquiring about being like a guest on the show or something mm-hmm. and they had my name wrong like ron or something and and also just they, it just felt like they copied and pasted it, so it didn't even make sense so i was like eh, i'm gonna ignore it didn't they send another one like following up on my previous email my name was wrong again but a different name it was like rob i was like well obviously no come on man
1: this is professional you you're you, you're not writing a uh a, a review which is completely different
0: come on man into
1: the show but it's a running joke with us in the audience
0: it's like sending your resume into fucking like uh stables with a b you're like ah! and then it's like oh i said my bad statles like no man this isn't my fault this is on you uh karen and her husband rob deserve each other every one of these five star each and every one of these five stars thank you uh thank you baby they keep me thinking and laughing with their combination of witty commentary and insightful discussions on current topics i've been listening to them for five years now and listening to the podcast has helped me through some hard times uh they put their heart in their podcast four times a week and the shows well five technically uh but yes thank you we appreciate it they
1: don't got the feedback show the like, right. feedback show don't count
0: i don't listen to feedback show. Nah, i mean that's why they're leaving the review they must yes,
1: listen yes they want to be heard
0: um all right let's get to these comments go to the black guy leave comments that's it every show has a post and you can leave comments uh, so the week we took off, I put out an episode of the pregame as an episode of the show. Put a little intro on it, boom, 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 you know. Uh, and it it was episode two forty six of the pregame called "On the Record." Um, and Brooklyn Shoe Babe left a comment. I hope you enjoyed your week off. We did. Hmm. Hmm with the amount of work you and karen have been putting in since the pandemic had us all sheltered in place you deserve it karen i enjoy hearing you go on three guys on yay your laugh is really infectious although i'm premium i always like seeing justice name pop up in the regular feed i went back to listen to some of my favorite pregame episodes today i revisited the episode where you reviewed Tariq Nasheed's it's time and talked about desus and merrill's beef with dj envy mm, that was a good one yeah you went way back we get some good conversations on the pregame yep I used to be a Breakfast Club listener when they would condense each show into an hour podcast, but at some point I aged out of listening to it. Maybe around 2017.
1: Yeah. I I think that happened to a lot of people.
0: That's also just like when they blew up too. I don't, I mean, I I don't know that it happens to a lot of people though, because I feel like their demographic is huge.
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, but for, not a lot of people, but for some people, like they feel like they just kind of age out. I don't know if people just get older or their tastes change but i know it happens to me where i love something and all of a sudden i don't say i aged out but i'm like i just ain't feeling it no more
0: yeah i can see what you're saying it's just interesting because i think for me it's not an age thing it's just more like my values change and progress over time and sometimes it's just like i can't fuck with you because you're adamant about not coming along and it and it varies like some people some people i understand and i'm like they be trying but they just slower than i would like and then some right. people i'm like it's all bullshit they're not even trying yeah finally i started listening to the spam report and i loved it uh i also started listening to good get wood again after you had jess on a few weeks ago i forgot how i enjoyed it yes yeah, so many fine. so many podcasts so little time thanks for helping me stay connected during my sheltered in place peace book on shoe babe
1: thank you yeah sweetie. during the week
0: we had off that was the other thing i think i put out a post that was like all our guest spots and stuff was like
1: yeah, i right. hope
0: people go check out these shows because you know uh we're a prolific show we put out a lot of output but you know even we gotta breathe sometimes and i hope people find new shows to love
1: because
0: mm-hmm. we love the shows that we, we do. Go on. so all right episode 2144 was ticket lives matter uh ps divas 95 says greetings rod and karen you brought up an old, old game shows during this episode there was a whole ass serial killer on an episode of the dating game in the 70s oh. he won the date and the lady said that when they got backstage afterwards the light went out on his on his personality thank god she canceled that date there was a mini podcast series called the dating game killer from Wondery podcast oh, love great. you guys and the show and i hope you enjoy your break
1: wow so like whenever they got back she was like oh no this is not the personality that was um uh, no let me just go ahead and cancel this shit
0: yeah what was he saying in the date oh if I was- yeah they
1: probably had such a bubbly you know how they have to have the yeah. bubbly over the top he probably knew what to say and then said they got behind the scenes she was like oh, dude, oh he creepy
0: if i was a Sunday, how would you eat me oh well i was starved with the cherry on the top because you know I like to eat the cherry Ooh. Yeah. I would start
1: with the legs you know like the drumsticks because I like the
0: legs That's drum, Sundays don't have drums what?
1: because black people eat chicken on Sundays <laughs> 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 I was like we name it body parts. I can name body parts too ha <laughs> <laughs>
0: like the day sunday not the sunday like ice cream sunday i get it i get it and that just killed my whole joke and oh my bad can you know i was thinking today Mm. i
1: wouldn't even think about the ice cream my bad i missed the whole point (laughs) y'all it's
0: fine it's fine
1: i jumped off the cliff on that joke my bad
0: and says can you post the link to for the coronavirus rap you played on this episode no because i don't remember it Mm i don't even know what it was uh i do have a playlist on my spotify it's called uh coronavirus songs uh so i i don't know how you get to i guess i could try to remember to add the link to the show notes if if it was one of those
1: yeah because i don't remember y'all
0: um if it was like a video from youtube or something oh man hit me on twitter Eve says i'm so glad you said what you said when uh when you up wait i'm so glad you said that you said you uploaded those episodes right because i saw hundreds of old episodes on my phone i thought it was glitching lol <laughs> man y'all listen y'all want to know what drove me in i was went crazy this week i mm-hmm. uploaded all those fucking episodes right mm-hmm. um because right now i think we have 2100 and like 47 or 48 episodes mm-hmm. and so i i had to go in one by one upload the episodes yeah 2147 and so on Podomatic when you hit new episode it automatically populates with the number for the next episode so like if we're at 247 if I go hit post new episode when it when it's when the post begins at the top it says 2148
1: okay that's kind of an automatic because it just assumes you're going to the next number right Right.
0: it was one off Mm. it was one off I did all that shit for two weeks it was one episode off i could not fucking figure out what the shit was for the life of me i'm talking about days of me scrolling that fucking feed being like 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 eight, 9 0 okay 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 eight, 9 0 one, two, three. all day long and i finally found it on like the third day of me scrolling down the page, it was like episode seven eighty one or something like that. Like,
1: oh, it, it did the number wrong.
0: No, 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 no. I. it So what happened was when I went to hit upload the MP three, it got stuck saying uploading, and it never finished saying like it's it's published now. Uh, Even uh, though I had I well, had
1: done the work, so so it wasn't reflecting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I, I really. I mean i it got to what was funny is right as uh that happened um i tweeted out my frustration i was like this shit is saying one episode is missing and i don't know what the fuck it is or what i'm supposed to do you know i'm super frustrated blah 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 and then um that was when it was like yeah um like i just was like wait it's this one and it, i forget the number it was it was I don't, maybe it was like 851 or something i can't remember what well, i do remember the the title was something like it's not tv it's jbo because it was beyonce and jay-z uh ah, when they did the on the run tour cool. okay but but man anyway i found it so yeah it was a lot of work is my point um i'm glad
1: you found it because yeah, that that mentally would just be like okay like what is happening here
0: yeah and a few people hit me up like what's up with all these episodes I'm like nigga that is work if you getting those at three in the morning i'm up at three in the morning
1: yeah yeah y'all he'd be where he like he literally be working really really late
0: Drea is a prime example of what happens when you say out of pocket stuff just to impress people who don't give a fuck about you. Those guys may have been trying to steer her away from those comments, but they were also eating it up so they have some good sound bites. Now she lost her Fenty endorsement and played herself. Maybe Evie, I I don't, I mean, maybe, I I think Van Lathan, particularly if you've listened to any of his podcasts, i i think he's a better dude than to just be like
1: yeah
0: i like like, oh yeah i secretly love that drea is fucking up her life right now
1: yeah they were kind of warning her like hey but you but she grown you can't make nobody not say shit
0: i don't know the other dude on that podcast so maybe Mm -hmm. i'm wrong but van lathan just doesn't seem like that dude i mean maybe i'm wrong about him and and low-key he is like that but i don't know he just don't seem like
1: because one of the things but well, that's almost the default so i understand why they feel like that but yeah
0: yeah because he like he immediately was on so like before she started talking he was like hey you sure you want to do, do this or whatever you know and, the warning. and i mean as a podcast host myself i'm only i can only do so much if you want to say the shit and you decide you can live with the consequences oh i'm definitely putting the episode out because you know fuck you like this not like this isn't like, I'm not, like, you don't get to come in and say some fucked up shit and be like, throw your episode away. But if I, especially if I try to tell you, like, yo, this is heading down a bad road, and you're like, fuck it. That's, okay, I did my due diligence, because I didn't want you to have to do that, and I don't know. It just seemed like she just got something evil inside of her, you know? Um She just, and I honestly really do think that she just thought it was light, because a lot of people that um a lot of people have grown up seeing and being in unhealthy relationships it's normalized to them and in the same way that we as black people in general might make jokes about going to get the switch and someone else will hear that outside of our culture and be like that sounds like physical abuse to me I think people that carry that into romantic relationships where it gets physical, they hit each other, they fight, uh, they threaten each other and they mm-hmm. they think that shit is love. They think that baby boy shit is real. Right. I think I think it slipped. I think it just came out. She didn't think it was a big deal. And no, cause, she
1: didn't cuz I think if she would have realized I, not your friend, I don't think she would have even said it.
0: Yeah, I don't I like cause I I when she made that little shrug, that was the face of uh, it's not that big a deal. Maybe a couple people will be upset. And yeah, you know, and that's before you get into the callousness of how people feel about Megan the Stallion and stuff, which is really odd because it's it's like, you know, I know people gonna wanna place it at the feet of just like black men don't care, but a lot of black women been getting in these jokes about about uh Megan the Stallion getting shot and it's just fucking weird. Right. Like, it's, you know, it's not even really, it's like, I don't, it's so fucking weird to me. I mean, I know misogyny go through everybody and all this shit. Like, Jess Hilarious made a fucking sketch about it. Um, you know, obviously Drea's comments. It's just fucking weird. Not to mention just the creepy amount of silence around it. Like, no one took it as a serious, serious. thing. Mm-hmm. And it's really fucking off putting because Megan seemed to be the type of person to be cool with everybody right and like to go out of her way to be cool with everybody correct and to have all these people she's just like
1: kind... i don't want no beef
0: yeah to have all these people just kind of be like whatever you know like it's just been fucking weird man i and don't know I, and
1: truth be told uh maybe this is my perspective for some people it's just jealousy a lot of people want mm. that spotlight that she has and so You know because you can't get around anything else you could be like well this is my time you know it's uh, it's because it's very callous like uh fuck it i hate you know not that they don't hate but it was like "Ooh, something happened so now it's my chance to get out the bullshit that i've been wanting to get out this whole time because everybody's talking about her now
0: yeah and it could be because there isn't a police report and there isn't the video the incident didn't come out i guess the actual i don't know because because actually i think the video did come out i just didn't watch it so yeah i I honestly don't get it i really don't get why this isn't a bigger deal to people in general like especially all the you know uh protect black women type of you know uh you if you put your hands on a woman you ain't a real man type of shit right right. that's so weird to me so
1: stuff like this put a lot of what they say to the test and a lot of them fail
0: yeah yeah it's just been weird um anyway the poll was do you think Doja Cat was social distancing? Yes or no? Karen? Social distancing. I don't remember what she did. She got the coronavirus, but she said oh, she no, was no, social she, distancing. No,
1: no, she wasn't social distancing. A
0: hundred percent of people agree with you. No. Well, very rare we get a hundred percent on any poll. One hundred percent of people said no. She was not social distancing she caught that shit
1: Mm-hmm. she's out there doing all types of shit and she got it
0: she was showing her uh breath holes in racial chat rooms um dave from toronto eh, says this is for episode 2143 pregame 246 on the record right when you said red tammy rivera saying suck your mother I had to rewind just to verify that that was what they were saying but that is fighting words in the Caribbean community especially Jamaica thanks for the episode and thanks for doing what you do and Karen and I guess Justin <laughs> yeah um yeah man I know uh they didn't play that shit uh the dudes from uh, Trinidad and Tobago in my um Tobago in my um sweet my freshman year they didn't play that shit you couldn't say that suck my mother shit they also used to say mother cunt though but mother cunt was okay somehow like oh, i you mother cunt and i'm like so why is that cool But well, suck your mother you gonna punch me in my face
1: <laughs> well, what's the difference right
0: mother cunt seemed way worse but it, it does i don't know the rules you know what i mean it's not my culture to say uh kim doc says 100 percent of us don't think uh doja who be showing feet in racist racist chat rooms with social distancing lol yeah mm-hmm i think i saw a republican who was against masks and all this shit catch the coronavirus and then when he was giving his little st- statement about getting it he was like you know obviously i was wearing a mask i was social distancing i was like That's i i nice. think i'm on to something i think every is now a um moral failing everyone that isn't doing the shit when they get caught with the coronavirus they gonna lie and say i was doing it because they don't want to be judged which is so funny because you talked all that shit
1: right you publicly came out and said fuck a mask you trying to pass laws against it of course you're not wearing one
0: like if herman cain would have survived and they got to interview him he would have said i was wearing the mask i was and like there's pictures of you not wearing a mask in front of a whole lot of people
1: and my thing is in particularly in the picture the one that keep putting out of him and the black people around him did any of them get tested well did any of them test positive or we only hear about him because he's the most famous person in the picture
0: Right. Um, all right. So D Ramsey, aka Mother Jenkins comments on our next episode, 2145 Energy Vampires. Uh, I love y'all. One, two, three, four, five stars. Thank you. Oh, uh, Tamara writes in, first name is pronounced Tamara with a Tamara. Okay. Sorry. Thank you. First of all, my name is pronounced Tamara with an E. Uh, another great episode this coronavirus song was the funniest one so far lastly i'm curious how did you all find the sound clip to the cut the crap lady um so we uh let me see that's
1: my jam i think it came well it was like an article you were playing out you were playing out loud we were covering something i
0: think it was white people news
1: yes and you were covering them they, they they were acting the fool at some type of event and we played the clip and she came on in that clip because she was upset at them for acting the fool
0: yeah, um, yeah, yeah it I, was a
1: cornhole tournament that's what it was they were acting the fool at a cornhole tournament stop it right now this is stupid <gasps> this is absolutely ridiculous, ridiculous. With y'all over there with this
2: get get, over there. get out
1: of here we are adults and this is ridiculous. Hit the crap. Yeah, I think they started brawling. That's what happened. They started brawling at the cornhole tournament and that woman was hot.
0: Yeah, I originally saw it um on High Noon, which is a show that uh Pablo Torre and Belmonte Jones used to host on ESPN. Mm-hmm. And uh they used to have the best pound for pound uh non-professional sports brawl um breakdown. Yes in the last in the last segment of the show and that was one of them was the cornhole tournament and it just made me laugh so much i was like oh my god i gotta find what happened and so we covered it on the show and then i and then i was the audio was so epic it was like we have to keep the audio
1: and i'm so funny i think we was like a 15 or 20 minute joke was us just replaying it and laughing
0: again Mm-hmm. um classic r&b lover says hi rod and karen listening to your discussions about the looming homeless crisis which will disproportionately affect black and brown people there's another component that i have not seen discussed how does one being homeless in, impact their ability to vote I, I mean i think i brought it up mm-hmm. that episode when we talked about yeah, it yeah
1: because when you register to vote you have to have a home address like you have to have a a a area that they say okay people in this area vote at this precinct people in this area vote at this precinct so if you don't have a home address there's nowhere for you to register to vote
0: not to mention not just registering say you already are registered um when you move they also uh in a lot of these states challenge your right to vote they're basically like uh what is your residence well if you're homeless you ain't got a residence um, and if you move outside of the jurisdiction of like where you're normally gonna vote or something, a lot of times it'll be like, well, we'd wanna take you off the voter roll, you need to go register there. So yeah, it could definitely challenge that, not to mention, things such as absentee ballots mail-in ballots things such as um the just the just the brochures and stuff they send you to be like here's a voting guide of who to look for in your area so yeah it could get really bad if there's a lot of people without a place to live and november's upon us
1: Yes, yes, because that matters like now is the time to verify if you're registered to vote. I don't care how many times you voted. I'm everybody underneath the sign of my voice check to be sure that you're still on the polls. Because you just never know with them wiping mass amount of people. Just check because you might be surprised in the wrong time to find out that you can't vote. It's going to the polling place and they can't find you on the list or either you send an absentee valid, they can't find you, on a list. that's the wrong time to realize you can't vote. Now you have enough time where if you need to change your address, go ahead and do that. If, if, if you need to update information, go ahead and do that. Most places, I know in North Carolina, they send you a card. I actually hold on to my card because the card has like your address and all this information. It has like your polling place and all that stuff. So you want to be sure you're at the right location and all that stuff. You can find it like on that card and it uh, varies for first state state to state, but I know they, they give you a card that actually sent to your current address in uh, North Carolina, and if please come, sir, just take the card with you, just to be sure.
0: Yeah, and if you take time off of voting, in a lot of these states, that's when they challenge your right to vote. So, if you haven't voted in two, four, six years, um, go check. They will take you off the voting rolls. They And it's Republicans. They know what they're doing. Many of the times, in North Carolina, they had a person that wasn't even a registered like to do that that wasn't their job Mm -hmm. and they were basically striking people off the voter rolls Mm -hmm. and many people were active voters that just got pushed off of it even with them being active voters so um and these are all republicans these are all racist white people that don't want your black ass to vote they don't want you voting if you vote democrat if you're a white person that votes democrat they don't want you voting if you're poor they don't want you voting Come on. so there's a reason for that so definitely fight that um yeah so she goes on to say um how many people will be turned away because the shelter or their auntie's house is not in the district county you registered to vote in gee does this open the door for trump and his claims of voter fraud uh sort of seems like a planned agenda on the part of those seeking to invalidate an election they have a strong reason to believe will not go their way yeah and honestly it's not even about planning they just don't want people to be able to vote the thing the thing is he's going to challenge the legitimacy of the election Election. no matter what
1: right i don't think people understand that no matter what he is going to be challenged
0: yeah they have been lying about voter fraud for decades now right it doesn't matter whether it exists or not they just need to convince enough people that the reason we have voter id laws and draconian um like re-registration laws is literally because of voting fraud these blacks they only go to black places milwaukee uh chicago um st louis uh atlanta these are the only places they challenge the there's voter fraud which is essentially saying black people are criminals and stealing the elections. It's the only way that black people would ever vote is by, but someone faking it by someone stealing it. It will never be legitimate. If black people turn out to vote, that's why they never respected Obama as a president, you know? So like the they don't respect black people who show up in mass and make votes. But the point is that's the fucking vote is for, you know, I don't, you don't got to respect me. She going to respect this fucking vote. Right. You know? Anyway. And add that to the already entrenched acts of voter suppression, the stormtroopers being set loose on democratic cities just in time for the election. And this is a recipe for disaster. With all hell breaking loose and Rump and his minions uh mobilizing to ensure that the will of the people is subverted. If what I fear comes to pass, we are all doomed to hell. I wonder if anyone predicted that this will be the way the Armageddon comes past pass. Well, thanks for that cheery note classic r&b lover right uh, and, oh
1: and also uh, mm-hmm. something else about voting whenever you go vote be sure that uh when people uh check you because some places have like um early voting well you can go early vote and i know one time i went and early voted and this is uh when we lived on the, uh the other side of town i told her when well, my address she was like "Tucker Caesar road i was like ma'am i did not say no god give tucker road Can would you listen to me so be sure that they actually uh filling you in properly so they don't come back and say that you give a false address or something like that
0: usmc devil bitch right saying Five stars. When y'all started talking about Herman cain I thought, yeah, that nigga on a ventilator about to die. Lo and behold, today Apple News informs me that he has in fact died. Thoughts and prayers to his family. Can Louis Gomer go get next? Maybe bar. Dream big, right? I mean, why stop there? You Dream know who we won't. You know who we won't. Come on. Coronavirus, do your thing. Okay. It's touching everybody right now the so... nigga eat big macs every day there's no way he gonna be able to resist okay he can't be healthy lay him to sleep for all of us uh love the show you guys keep me laughing when i rather cry America's a clusterfuck right now your humor really helps me deal stop still hoping that a melanin is a preservative shirt will pop up in your t public store much love and keep the last comment i keep forgetting to make that shirt sorry about that i have been making shirts though Mm -hmm. i made one that says uh sugar does not go in
1: grits
0: (laughs) and i added like salt and butter to the to the shirt um i made one you know those shirts that say like uh it'll say like um amethyst and diamond and pearl and mm-hmm. steven yes right like the emperor saying or whatever for the end. i made one that said, <laughs> smack it up and flip it and rub it down and oh no so <laughs> these just random things i'll be thinking of and be like i wonder if i can make a shirt out of this that camera ain't gonna pay for itself okay miss <laughs> <Ms. laughs> barnes says i love into the badlands the level of action that was in that series was just excellent not to mention that on that show the women such as the widow baron child that actress that is now in the walking dead tilda are so scary good listen the widow okay that's a bad bitch that is a white woman that i can root for she was basically ah! what daenerys was supposed to be in game of thrones was the widow she whooped all that ass in them heels, okay? And still she, she
1: kept them heels. But I don't care if she was going outside of a wall or putting it through your head, you gonna get them heels.
0: And she still and she still learned a lesson that I think everyone was waiting on Daenerys to learn in Game of Thrones. I'm telling you, that show was slept on, man. Daniel Wu put together such a good show however I must mention I found my number 2 on my fantasy list husband list Louis Tan on this show so handsome so cute I cannot wait for him in the new Mortal Kombat reboot I can't either man I love me some Louis Tan he's a beast mm-hmm. Um, I'm tired of him not getting to play the lead so hopefully he's the lead in Mortal Kombat uh, are you good at setting boundaries from uh, energy vampires yes or no yeah. or I am the energy vampire
1: yes yes a lot better
0: than i used to be yes i feel like yeah i'm better than i used to be so yeah. i say yes yeah, now i they, wasn't always though no
1: and that's the thing no like i'm like i like like the yes is i'm better than i used to be
0: amon says i'm, I'm oh anyway the poll is 55 yes 45 no um and then zero people said i am the energy vampire which i refuse to believe. Uh, that was that led to the next question. Do energy vampires know they energy vampires? They don't. Because some people said they think they do, and some said they think they don't. I don't know. Ahmad uh, so, said, "I mm-hmm. guess it
1: just depends." Uh, but for a lot of them, I don't think they really do because it yeah. because the thing is, if and not to be like this if something is a parasite it don't realize it's a parasite it's just Mm -hmm. living if that makes sense so they don't realize that they're draining energy out of you like Mm -hmm. the whole purpose a lot of times may not even be to hurt you because they're just doing what they naturally do like it's 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 nothing out of their routine this is what i do so i don't understand why you're responding to me like this a lot of times they don't realize why they suddenly get cut off it's nipped in the bud or somebody gets a nasty attitude so they're always a lot of times confused by people's um, drastic behavior towards them and I think some of them eventually may realize it you know, as they get older I hope some of them do but on the average no because if you're doing what you do why would you think there was something wrong with your behavior
0: Amon says I'm good at setting boundaries but not keeping them still working on that I hear you on that that is the hardest part the empath thing is sticking to the boundaries and being like no I know what this is going to end up like
1: <clears throat> yeah, the, the 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 sticking to it, and we talk like that. That's why I know it's so hard because I'm like, no, 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 we gonna stick with this. Like, no, I'm not bending, I'm not breaking, I'm not backing up because if I do, it normally does not end well for me.
0: Episode twenty one forty six, goals Digger uh phd ramsey says five stars for this podcast especially white people news took me all the way out i cannot even finish walking my steps because i agree with rod about crystal harris hefner waiting on them dollars sometimes you have to do a thing that makes you the most uncomfortable Mm-hmm. and in that in this case that thing was his thing uh although someone did technically correct us on twitter and they said that if if you remember the show girls next door which i think was about or playgirls next door maybe i don't know it's about hugh hefner he had a reality show with all his harem of chicks
1: yeah and they used to have the, have be in the bunny outfits mm-hmm. yes
0: uh so i guess on there he had a lot of people that want to be his wife and i know that one woman ended up marrying uh hank basket or whatever then they got divorced but um so anyway, long story short maybe this woman didn't get all the money she got like the mansion or something like that which i don't know still a come up for still winning sucking some old man balls like for a fucking man free mansion i mean not free you put in the sweat equity the ball sweat equity but yeah absolutely yeah i do it yeah people have sucked dicks and giving old people less. head jobs for much much less okay and they ain't got no fucking mansion to go chill in with their new bae Uh -uh. miss barnes says karen had the realest words on being heard the worst fear that i ever had was not being heard having to take the road of silence and not having any say in a disagreement i had to constructively learn aka learn the hard way when to and not when to voice my thoughts on and not when to voice my thoughts on, as sometimes it caused more harm than good i'm still learning to properly place my thoughts on the subject as that gets me much further than hell raising which i was very fond of once upon a time
1: yeah that that i understand it you you have to find a, a balance because the thing is you can blame other people and make yourself a victim when you're not really a victim you just didn't speak up like those are completely different like i love my mama but she's very very good at not saying anything and having opinions about shit that when things fall apart she's a victim when i go no 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 you were not actually a victim you just did not speak up and there is a difference between that because a lot of times people do that when they don't want to take accountability and responsibility for their actions and it's easier to blame one else for the end result than to actually hold yourself accountable for your actions and what you did and didn't do
0: yeah and it's that thing that you know they don't want you to hear on the internet but it's the fucking truth and somebody need to tell you the truth your tone matters it does the timing and the wind and the what all the shit matters this whole thing where my intent doesn't you know intent doesn't matter tone don't matter don't tone police me don't believe them people they are full of shit because if you talk to any of them the wrong way they will be mad at your ass for the rest of your life okay they will be writing books about your ass and the time you said the thing that was a microaggression or blah 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 so don't believe that shit and there's there's some value to it it's it's not a matter of like i'm trying to shut you down or act like a lady or some stupid shit no it's mm-hmm. just it matters and sometimes the tone you want to convey is one of i'm pissed off and i'm in your face and i'm mad and i'm throwing a tantrum or whatever and that is the tone that you think would best convey the situation but sometimes what happens is when you have a hammer you think every fucking problems a nail that needs to be hit on the head and that when you start doing that shit to everybody anybody it starts coming back on you man you start to realize like this is an effective way of communication i'm not well liked people don't like fucking with me but uh, people don't hear me because everything is in all caps so yeah i, I mean it's definitely a lesson a lot of people have to learn mm-hmm.
1: and, and like you say it's one of those things where when it comes to this you have to use all the tools in your arsenal. And I think that's very hard. Some things actually do, do not require a hammer. You know, some things, you know, don't require a sledgehammer. Some things require a surgical knife. And when you use that, you're using it normally for surgery, which means you want a result, but it just takes time. It's like a, a, like a slow, long process. And my thing is, you can say anything to anybody and get your point across. You can be highly upset about something and execute it in a manner that they can understand you and they don't come off offended
0: uh time is melting me out but it's something that's very important to me i do have to say as constructively as possible another thing that i had to learn is that when you do say the first middle and last thing on your mind social media is not the best place to voice it Mm -hmm. the truth another life lesson that i had to learn shaking my damn head yeah and it's so weird because social media has the direct opposite feeling Mm -hmm. it feels intimate it feels like you can go there to say anything it feels like everyone's giving their inner monologue at all times Mm -hmm and then just one you just need to have one day one day when you voice a thought that you hadn't really fleshed out one day when you your word something the wrong way or just somebody else decides to take offense at the shit that you said or whatever and or or people mock you or some shit something that you think everybody would would be like oh yeah we understand this you just never fucking know and then you realize it's a world full of strangers looking at what you be talking about
1: yeah and then you realize i'll look for a lot of them it's a world full of fake people and you realize that a lot of these same people if you go back you realize oh i don't know anything about you because you're not a re- you're not real online
0: yeah so um let's see what else we have here eve e says i think at this point terry cruz is vying for a spot as a fox news commentator the only people gassing him up are maggots and other coons yeah i don't know what he's doing you know like that's that's a dude that i hate to say it but from jump i was like he i remember doing episodes about it i was just like he's jumping into this shit both feet in and i don't think he's done any of this Researcher understands what kind of people he surround himself with. You said
1: that when it first popped off, you was like, "Oh, this is." You said it. You was like, "This is not going end well because you say a turn is going to come."
0: Yeah, it's two groups of people that don't really see it for each other. Him and social justice warrior, black people, liberal, da da da, and then you know them and a fucking straight black dude. Like that, that shit was bound to fail. Anyway, Kyle says, "I guess this goes in that." that's y'all's man segment but could go into covid segment as well i guess i'm just confused as fuck republicans stay complaining about how getting 600 dollars a week is enticing people obviously they mean black and brown to not work i don't understand how how that is the issue rather than raising the minimum wage very easy google search highest minimum wage is 14 dollars in dc most states is around seven like what the fuck do republicans expect if there's an opportunity to do a little better during covid I I seem to remember Donald straight up saying, yeah, I cheated the system, changed the system, in regards to taxes and him not paying shit or partially paying. He did. White folks and Republicans gave him so much props for gaming the system back in 2016 and partially used that as an excuse for the tax bill. I swear, hypocrisy is a staple for Republicans. Keep doing what y'all doing. Stay safe. Love, Kyle. Thanks, Kyle.
1: Agreed. They don't care. Like, like Mm -hmm. what you're saying, shit that they don't care about because it's about slavery we want to keep them broke we want to keep them poor No, we're not raising uh, minimum wage across the country. You know, no, we don't care. And at the end of the day, we want you to get back to work because you, quote, unquote, make the economy runs, even though, you know, it's going to be interesting when everything, quote, unquote, gets back to normal and shit started running. And then all of a sudden we have this, you know, another pandemic breaking out again, you know, when schools get to running again. Like, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, the response then. But as of right now, they just want people to get back to work
0: man nigga why you bring up that old shit okay that was 2016 that is so long ago wow you really just gonna get stuck on that forever y'all better get y'all broke ass back to work mm-hmm. that's right Mm-mm. you can get 200 dollars okay that's what you're gonna get from now on and then you can go back down to motherfucking mcdonald's if you want the rest all right because uh you got to go get this covid so that i can get my big max that's all they want to say that's all that's really they don't give a fuck you can't hold them to nothing that he's ever said Mm-mm. everything just bends to whichever way he's blowing that day right and uh yeah there's an example for everything there's a tweet for everything with this nigga period the poll was should companies advertise on articles about black death you know when there's a george floyd brianna uh taylor, uh, taylor type of ordeal going down and uh companies are writing about it box you know some of these hard hitting things um we were finding out that some of these companies were laying like I don't want my ad on that like I don't want you to be reading this and in the middle of it's like have a coke you know um and I saw you know that was a conflicting we talked about on the show I I felt a little bit conflicted cuz I really would need to know the inner workings of the thought process cuz on the one hand I get it like I don't want if i work if i am a black person and i'm in charge of mcdonald's advertising i don't necessarily want the the you know mcnuggets mcnuggets loving ad running on the page talking about brianna taylor i just mm-hmm. it's just not a good look and there's no ad we could put on there that would be a good look um and at the same time though this work kind of needs to be incentivized and monetized but you know what it is on a deeper level is that everything in our society since it's capitalism we we uh measure the value in capitalism Mm -hmm. so we measure whether or not it is newsworthy based off of how much ad revenue it creates which is a problem in the first place agreed the entire model of how we display news and monetize news is fucked because it like there should be a level of importance to the fact that it is news that goes hey hey it doesn't really fucking matter whether or not it's for clicks this is what actually happened and so maybe it's not gonna get a lot of advertising dollars but this is the truth and there should be a value to that that is tangible and Mm -hmm. we don't really have that no
1: because nobody cares about the truth nowadays yeah
0: it's like how many clicks did it get that's why the headlines are always very you know salacious salacious. Mm -hmm. so yeah that's probably what the real truth is anyway 68 percent of our audience says no which i am a little surprised by i thought they were i thought i was being saying having an unpopular opinion about saying i kind of get why they don't want to put ads on this shit and it is a little bit inappropriate um but it is still split 30 a third of the audience says yes they should advertise rebecca says a comment about white programming is on point it's too scary to see how many of my coworkers and family buy into the this admin's bullshit my husband and i are trying to deprogram his sister who believes that the coronavirus can be switched off yeah they that's their what do you
1: mean switch off it ain't coronavirus ain't got no off switch
0: they think voting day is gonna get here and then all of a sudden the coronavirus will magically go away here's why they believe that who
1: told you that lie Mm
0: -hmm. here's why they believe that because that's how they lie remember roaming caravans of migrants that were going to come to america and destroy our economy remember that trump made it up no because he wanted border walls it, the, the the caravan never arrived but they were supposed to come remember okay um uh voting fraud oh people are registering animals people are voting The people are dead people are coming to life and voting and shit and then you look into the claims and zero percent of those are true no one was 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 still in votes the only errors they ever found were clerical errors misspellings things of this nature things that happen when two huge bureaucratic ent- entities combine records so this is what they do this is the nature of their threats you know the terrorists are gonna get you this that another it never comes to pass they manufacture news so you have one half of america who literally gets lied to every goddamn day and they kind of know they're getting lied to but it goes along with their sensibility so they're okay with the lie that's my belief and so then they think the opposite side quote unquote the truth must be a lie. So coronavirus is a hoax and a lie, all designed to take the American uh election, despite the fact that every other country on the planet is dealing with it. Every other country had to do lockdowns, quarantines, they had death numbers, all this stuff. It's a lie. And in America where so much of our health care and money is racialized, the odds of a white person knowing someone who died from COVID is much lower than a black person so they really can walk around and be like yeah it's not real to me for a long period of time until it becomes a rampant widespread you know um, and eventually
1: it will it might when everybody's going to be touched by it
0: it might if it becomes like hundreds of million of people sick that's when you'll see them have to admit that it's real right and even then they'll still have some caveat like well you just get sick you don't die you know it'll be something But that's why, anyway, that's why they think it'll turn off one day. It's because all the other shit they've ever told us did turn off one day. The day they didn't need it anymore. Right? The day they didn't need that lie, all of a sudden no one cares about voter fraud and all this shit anymore. We don't need the lie today. Okay? We won. We won all the offices. It's, It's like in 2010 after republicans won all those offices they didn't need the lie of voter fraud anymore they they got all the offices so then they just go and strip all the laws out because fuck it what you gonna do what you gonna do to stop us vote us out you can't vote no more you know so that's what i think uh as if there's a button somewhere da, 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 that would turn it off she also believes there's a button that when turned on taps into our children's essence given to them via vaccine look i know crazy my mom worked with the mentally disabled my entire childhood i was married to a psycho for five years too long but this shit we're currently experiencing is a level crazy i am not prepared for a great episode you too thank you stay safe thank you yeah and i'm sorry about your, your history with with dealing and all that mm-hmm. the poll i mean not the poll the last episode of the week is our friend morgan p campbell uh the episode was 22147 2- White guilt is a finite resource. We had two comments. Rob 1 says I grew up in Detroit, so we would go to Canada often. Toronto is one of my favorite cities, especially in the summer when they have their Caribbean Carnival um i was supposed to go this summer but since our country has fumbled the response to COVID, that won't be happening right another great episode i'm looking forward to reading morgan's book we don't often hear about the black canadian experience so i'm glad that he's getting a chance to put a story out there agreed Mm -hmm. Ebe says canada is a wonderful place to visit the people are very friendly or at least the parts i visited that said that being said canada has a long problematic history with the indigenous people in their country Mm -hmm. yeah i think karen brought it up during the episode Mm -hmm. in the late 1800s and 1900s they were literally ripping native children away from their families to teach them christianity and how not to be quote unquote savages of course canada has other racial issues as well but at least they have free health care and a functioning leader yeah, I mean it's really just you know the white people that stopped a little bit short of America, and I mean I have a feeling that the reason they didn't have slavery up there is because it's too cold.
1: Mm-hmm. And you didn't have enough. If they'd had enough black people, they'd had. Even it. if you
0: have black people up there, you can't slave them for what don't grow. Slave was an economy. It was a, yeah, cotton is growing. We do Pick it, it.
1: We do it until it gets cold.
0: Yeah. The, well, up there they don't really have that. That's what I'm saying. So far uh, up north, they don't have like i mean shit oh, There's parts said. of america you can't have slavery it's not like the north white people was so fucking great yeah they didn't just, have
1: land with the crops and yeah all that shit. Yes, cotton
0: ain't grow in fucking wisconsin what's the point no, of having slaves couldn't make no money off that sh- you know like oh we're gonna grow some beans or some corn or some it's like it's not the same you know like anyway we
1: were the same money maker
0: yeah just them white people got off the boat a little too north I was like, I guess we don't need slavery. We still don't like you niggers, though. Just want to let you know. Come on, but we don't need the slavery. The poll was Have you ever been to Canada? Yes, no, or I'm from Canada? Yes. And the answer for me is no. I'm in the 52%, y'all. No. 46% say yes, and I'm from Canada, 2%. Jacqueline says, Yes, I've been to Canada, but I grew up in Detroit and Canada's closer to any neighboring state. FYI from Detroit, you drive south to get to Canada. That might help you in the trivia game one day. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I've been to I've been to Detroit and I saw Canada from Detroit, but I did not go to Canada.
1: And you know what's so weird and Morgan said this. You do you know you get to Buffalo, New York before you get to Niagara Falls, uh before you get to Canada? Like that's wild. Like we Wait, were...
0: before? That makes sense. Huh? You get to Buffalo, New York before you get to Canada. That makes but, sense? No,
1: before you get to, um, because there's a Niagara Falls, New York, and there's like a Niagara Falls, Canada. And mm-hmm. they're, they're kind of across from each other. Mm-hmm. And it amazed me that I got to, buff. you get to Buffalo, New York, before you get to Niagara Falls, like, like as far as like miles-wise. It, it was just tripped me out. But I guess just the way that it's shaped, it makes sense. But when you're driving, you'll be like, why am I getting to, uh, why is Buffalo, New York so far away? I think I said that reversed. My bad.
0: Oh, okay. If that makes okay. sense. Okay, yeah, now nah, that makes sense. Yeah. You mean you get to Canada before you get to New Buffalo, New York? Right. Which, which, yeah.
1: which, I'm like, how, this, how is this possible?
0: Yeah. Uh, Bree says, literally was about to say the same thing as Jacqueline. You missed that one exit and your one. On a one-way trip down the tunnel to canada lol i went for a girl scout trip to niagara falls but most people go there for their 19th birthday because you can't you can drink in canada at that age wow oh i didn't know that Eh, different world different strokes different folks um all right i think we had one voicemail
1: phone call from our department is to inform you that there is a legal enforcement action filed on your. uh
0: don't think that is for us what is... Y'all got the wrong number. Right. <laughs> that is our good. taxes
1: is good. We pay somebody.
0: Uh, legal enforcement. Mm, I had to listen to that and one later. Nigga, you gonna
1: have to come and get me. All they right. do that on your phone too when they call. I'd be like, hang up. Call, like, got gonna, to come and
0: get me. Call nigga. us and give us your social security number.
1: I'd be like, nigga, you got to show up at my house. Nope.
0: Yeah, I just wonder if that's one of them scam ones.
1: It is. It is because the government don't work like that tell you to run that they don't call y'all i hope y'all know they don't call you they they, they will send you shit in the mail they don't yeah, call
2: they
1: got your information they can show up at your front door they know where you live
0: fuck around y'all be listening to the irs that tips next week from some
1: mm-hmm. some other country De- right debbie 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 because i've had the ones where they would where be like uh you need to pay what is it like Child support or someone be like, you need to pay back taxes. I've had them, I hang that shit up. That's, I just don't
0: want anybody to be, I, well, you know what? It's good for the economy. It means the spammers are back to work.
1: Yes, the, 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 uh, what'd you call them people? The psych, the fishing people, they back at work. They have been out for like two to three months, but all mm-hmm. of a sudden my phone done started ringing every hour. For you know, every thirty minutes, two or three times a day. So I was like, "Oh, good for them. They work from home now."
0: Maybe we are returning to normal. If you think about it, y'all. All right? If you think about it, we returning to normal. Yeah,
1: didn't nobody ask for that? Don't nobody want the The call. spam
0: people are always the first canaries in the coal mine to let us know, hey, it's gonna be all right. Come on, we calling your house to be like you owe us some money. Now give me your social security number and your bank pin code tanya writes in on our email is at gmail.com you can uh email us and let us know what your thoughts are on the show we got two weeks worth uh tanya says hi rod and karen It's so cool that you've been plane spotting i've always been fascinated by air flight and space flight my entire life but i was it wasn't until i came upon airline pilot guy podcast that i really connected with my inner aviate av geek aviation geek okay uh i know we already have too many podcasts to listen to but airline pilot guy is not only informative all of the hosts are pilots of one form or another but it's fun and hilarious too and the aviation community that is formed around the podcast and several other related podcasts like airplane geeks plane talking uk plane safety podcast is so wonderful so much like what i experienced at your meetup just as an aside i'm so thankful i was there you laid out the red carpet for all of us tbgwt fans
1: all oh thank you baby
0: one of the f- great features of the airline pilot guy is the old pilot plane ta- old pilots plane tales. one of those was about the first black fighter pilot eugene bullard his story touched my heart the plane tale is just a small bit of his remarkable life is here please give captain nick's voice forgive captain nick's voice he has a code at the time so she links to the episode uh it looks like all blood runs red is the title some of the early days have been counted by the biography below but you will get the idea so thank you tanya thank you uh rebecca says uh backlog hey rod and karen i hope you thoroughly enjoy your time off and are well rested for the bs that's gonna fall this week i know (laughs) i don't know what it will entail but it will be hot and stinky coming from this administration what i'm really writing to you about is you're releasing all the backlogs of tbgwt episodes i'm one of the listeners you acquired from the Vox special so i didn't get to hear all those years of dim thrones Mm. boy was i missing out the jokes are endless and i am in stitches yeah there's a lot of like walking Dead recaps mm-hmm. um game of thrones recaps on there mm-hmm. true blood
1: oh yeah yeah all of it's out there
0: so yeah like on the premium feed we have it all edited out and cut it out but for uh those that aren't premium it's a great way to get to hear all those episodes mm-hmm. Uh, boys are missing out the jokes are endless and I'm in stitches I fell out with the definition of educated as the difference between knight and Uh, (laughs) it's fun to hear you guys speculating on the character development and who dies next it's wonderful to relive the days when Game of Thrones was good thank you for re-uploading all that goodness love Rebecca glad Mm -hmm. you enjoyed it
1: yeah and for a lot of people it gave them something to listen to while we're gone because Roger literally put hundreds of episodes out during that week
0: Mm mm-hmm simone says hey rod and karen hope you both love you both and thank you for so much all, all the great content uh when listeners write in and say how long they've been checking out the show i usually think that i haven't been around that long and so i was excited about seeing some of the quote unquote old episodes in my feed turns out i've been listening to y'all a really long time because i remember episode 1000 how was that five years ago my auntie status now includes robes and repeating time is flying by all the time come on in your slippers anyway i know Ken and karen probably didn't watch man seeking woman but i wanted I to- did. she did she watched it with me
1: oh that was a fun series
0: yeah but i wanted to i wanted to thank rod for reverencing the show a few times i watched it all on hulu and i really enjoyed it i am so glad mm-hmm. i'm telling you i love that show it's one of those shows that if you watch it you really understand me and that's why i think i want so many people to watch it
1: it is such a hilarious show and i'm like you they'll probably never do it but i would love for them to pick up and do with their kids and all Mm -hmm. like it's so much they could do with that show
0: yeah they could do another season that's just them married having children Mm -hmm. and going through those things that you go through as married it's so good because every episode is an allegory so they don't It's like every episode is something that we all deal with in relationships and in seeking Mm -hmm. and dating in real life Mm -hmm. but then they take it and they put it through something else so it's like this episode is gonna be uh like they have an episode where um he is uh they're doing like the the coal mine uh cave-in um is like the allegory and i forget the exact like what it was to like I think it was like when someone is answering the phone or something like that. I can't remember the exact one, but it's like they do them both at the same time. Your ex-boyfriend and also hentai. Like they like they made an episode of like your the being jealous of your girl's ex-boyfriend and him kind of casually flaunting all this sexual shit in your face and she can't see it, but when you look at him you see like a hentai monster that is just made of dicks, right? it's like stuff like that where and, and you know and it, and it gets into the insecurities of men Right. like it's not something it's not one of those shows it's like men are always right mm-hmm. women ain't shit no. you know bros over they, go, hoes. they go
1: through women too because they cover his sister
0: yeah they have yeah and they have episodes with his sister that is like a woman seeking man yes. where they flip it sometimes mm-hmm. um they just have so many great episodes they have a christmas special where santa, santa claus. claus starts yes. cheating on mrs claus and shit like I might watch it again. It's that fucking good, y'all. I love this show. Yes, it's on Hulu. Man Seeking Woman. I cannot recommend it highly enough. Um oh, we're about to get cut off. Uh all right. So we're back. But yeah, I can't recommend that show enough. I I fucking love that show.
1: That show is so much fun to watch. It's hilarious.
0: Thank y'all. Oh, Eric Andres on there. It's just thank y'all okay. for helping me get through the dumpster fridays 2020 simone, simone uh, Sim, simma thank you mm-hmm. uh let's see uh oh this is a work email i don't know how this got in this uh folder uh preston writes in episode 1106 a look back i love listening to older episodes which were just uploaded it's amazing the things we were talking about five years ago the more things change the more they stay the same i do miss hating ass terrell jones though thanks rod thanks karen and rod preston thanks preston thank
1: you uh
0: let's see uh b barbara writes in episode 2144 thank you for a freeloader like myself looking for some crackers to nibble on while you were off catching karen on three guys on podcast plus Rod's off mic cameo and on keith and the girl were a feast love the energy you brought to those shows karen thank you they were just great conversations to chill out to look forward to checking out the older the blackout tips episodes on their off on other off days ticket mass ticket lives matter i enjoyed your random thoughts rod and i feel you i haven't remembered a dream in a while which is great because my dreams have gotten weirder as i get older or if it helps according to some west african creole superstition dreaming of dying means something good's about to happen dreaming of your teeth falling out could mean death but don't put that in my head uh anyway uh-huh. <laughs> anyway on that cheery note lol glad to have you back well i'm just glad them dreams ended it was like three nights in a row of of uh lena waif dreams and i'm like i'm good mm, we don't okay
1: mm, mm, no we, we good.
0: uh thanks as always for a great show as for drawing us and for drawing us in with such vibrant and fun community into into such a vibrant and fun community barbara thanks barbara thank you uh and uh, i'm trying to think oh and a footnote uh oh. <laughs> Whatever you do just don't have any demon sex and endurance. I'll try not to. Okay. Uh, uh, we all know demon semen is a gateway drug to coronavirus. It's it's science. Oh no. Uh <laughs> Donald Rice said DJ yo greetings first of all to the podcast goats rider karen just a quick thought about when y'all were talking about the megan and the kanye situation i don't know if you remember that south park episode with britney spears but basically that's how we do celebrities we rag on them like they're mm-hmm. not human then when something tragic happens we have this sort of faux deep reflection on how we could have treated them uh and their illness supposed more responsibly anyway love you guys be safe dj
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah and you know what's weird to me it's like At the same time, we do this thing where we're like, we should be more kind, we should be more empathetic, we should do this. And then when someone does something where they make even a slight mistake, we are in their shit. Right? And then we do this thing you don't have to disclose it's your truth no it's nobody's business but your own your mental health your sexual orientation it doesn't matter but we pressure motherfuckers so hard people been on queen lativa ass for 30 years what do you bel? do you live your raps because living your raps means sometimes Yes it would be more convenient. You would love to have a person as either an ally, a spokesperson, a a person to um 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 what do they call that? Um a representation. You know, people would love that shit. But that no one owes you that. No they don't. And I think what happens is people it works both ways. People love to identify with greatness and talent so it's like oh we love Kanye West when he took that mic from Taylor Swift he was speaking for all the black people and I love Beyonce and he just loved him some Beyonce none of us go that's kind of a dickhead thing to do whether you love Beyonce or not I love Beyonce I wouldn't go up there and yank a award from somebody and Mm -hmm. drunkenly rant I wouldn't do Mm -hmm. it but we need heroes we need representation we need all this shit so then he becomes a a a, a figure that we have to go as he's flawless he's perfect he never fucks up he's the greatest Uh, you just don't understand him, right and then it hit the limit one day he's saying shit that you're like "Hmm, well this sounds like what a person says that is not on their meds, that's not in the same reality that's dealing with mental health issues and that's when we go yeah well fuck all them excuses i made fuck all the you don't understand him fuck all the well you know he's dealing with the da 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 da. now it's time to turn on him he ain't shit and the truth is you never really gave a fuck about the dude in the first place all of it was looking in a mirror at yourself and you saying i'm important so that's that's the thing you look at these people you don't see people you see a mirror people look at Megan a stallion they see them no it's me supporting black uh the black woman that i feel i am you know like this is my aspirational goals it's why Mm -hmm. it's why no name can love Flo millie and her very capitalistic you know out for money out for self lyrics and be like yeah she's just a 19 year old trying to figure out and then look at beyonce who is uh doing all types of artistic stuff spreading wealth spreading love credit uh giving people platforms giving money back to people and go she's the enemy because she can't see herself ever being beyonce that goal is so far out that's an institution you know we can tear down ellen we can tear down oprah because we consider them institutions they're not supposed they're not people anymore you know and i think that's what happens at some point you know britney spears became an institution to people Mm-hmm. you off screen and now i'm off screen exactly all right um yeah we got cut out we got technical difficulties we're back but yeah i just think it's the reason that that people see certain people's institutions mm-hmm. on a deeper level and they feel like institutions are immutable i think this happened to hillary clinton in 2016 there's certain people they 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 don't even know it is subconscious they can't admit it you don't expect certain people to fail and to a lot of people what a mental health crisis looks like is failure so britney spears cutting off her hair and marrying Kev- kevin federline and all this shit is oh she's failed, oh she's terrible oh we're making jokes we're doing this and then you're like uh-oh that's not just look at this famous person make you know like made a bad decision this is uh this person may have some Mental health issues that we're not aware of. Yeah,
1: we can, we can't acknowledge that, but at yeah. the same time, you want people to be open about it. But at the same time, you judge them, and then you wonder why well, nobody tell you nothing.
0: Yeah, so I think that's what happens, man. You know, Oprah with the thing with uh supporting on the record, and then them, everyone flipping on her and her being like, "Okay, y'all win. I'm I'm out." That they don't, they didn't expect her to do that. Mm-mm. They honestly expected her to be like, "Fuck it, y'all don't like me about a bunch of other shit that's bullshit." so i'm gonna go ahead and and put this out here and it's gonna help these women and y'all know it's the right thing to do so y'all be mad at first but eventually y'all gonna be like yeah you know what Oprah was right but and, but y'all got to her and you she, won
1: she backed down and then you complained that she left so that's yeah. my, so that's why a lot that's not funny that's why i understand people to go fuck y'all like i understand the people to go i really don't care what y'all got to say because y'all gonna be mad regardless of what i do so i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do regardless
0: yeah i think that's really what happens i think um the same thing with um kanye to a certain extent they don't want to let him be mentally ill because Mm -hmm. they they keep saying stupid shit we're holding him accountable no you're not well you don't know him to hold him accountable you have no fucking access to this man you are not holding him accountable you're making yourself feel morally superior every day by saying look at the rantings of a mentally ill person and how i'm much better than that even people who have deal with mental health issues themselves are still getting off on mm-hmm. like dunking on the guy mm-hmm. like look at how many tweets he puts out that people just spend all day quote tweeting and trying to dunk on the dude you know he's not in his right mind why what who do you who are you proving anything to
1: this is something to talk about it's
0: honestly worse than than trying to dunk on like a candace owens it's honestly worse because like you know candace owens is just grifting you know what I mean? Like, you know that she doesn't believe these alt-right conspiracy theories she promotes. Kanye does. Cause something is off right now. You know, or at least he seems to be, I don't know him either. So it just seemed like he do. You know? So, I really think that's a big problem for people. And they can't help themselves. And yeah, that's what, that's where we're at. It's the Britney Spears episode. And then the thing that bothers me is the fake performative, oh my god, you know, we don't ever care about, The mental health of black men after kanye kills himself that's when we're gonna have that nah fuck you you exacerbated that when he was alive you know what i'm saying like you you're part of the problem and you want to pretend to be part of the solution you're not you know you're you're the person sticking the 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 the, the sword in the side of the spear in the side of jesus on the cross and then being like who did that why after he dies you're like oh man we really should have treated him nicer when he was here like what what do you mean you had a chance to be that person you didn't want to be you know the truth of the matter is most of us don't really want to be that person mm-hmm. the person we claim to be when things go wrong that oh if people would check on your strong friends and shit you mean your, your check check on your friends that have mental health crisis the ones that you just that just watched you pick on this man that's and clearly jokes yeah like that they watch you joke a man that clearly is out of his fucking mind right now that person that's who you that's who you want to check on you know when you're telling people to kill themselves and shit because you don't agree with something they said and then you got people that are suicidal that fucking see what you talk about like it's just i don't know It's just not right in my opinion uh all right so let's write hi rod and karen this won't be too long i'm glad you took some time off it's been something i've struggled with while mostly working at home that i need to take a day yes yep then you got to take that day man uh i love your walking dead recast and one thing you have both said is how it is so realistic about how people really act in extreme crisis this pandemic has been a real world reenact enactment. yes Mm -hmm. hard to stay on the same page people's emotions not rational mind pushing them to make bad decisions no accountability perfect being the enemy of good selfishness selflessness uh, fee- uh selfishness sorry uh fear long-term ptsd affecting what people can do on and on ain't it i'm telling you man retroactively people owe the walking dead a fucking apology
1: anyone complained about how stupid how mm-hmm. just silly that decisions was people are dumb as much as people try to act like we're smart people are dumb America's a prime example of people being dumb
0: yeah i'm just saying like when you're talking about this is a stupid decision people make those stupid decisions mm-hmm. this is a very this is the realest show we have ever seen on tv it's a real show motherfuckers walking around without a mask ready to fight people for it killing people over it this is the realest show that has ever lived because all the motherfuckers if they got bit will come back to camp like nothing was wrong fall asleep in their bed and wake up eating your neck right it's this is insane um it's like 45 is a supreme walker you know what he's going to do it is what it is and you have to make your plans as a group to deal with him sometimes he's a slow zombie sometimes a little faster maybe a whisperer who leads some hordes as weapons to other groups of survivors we are all these little groups of survivors in our cities and states led by everyone from gregory florida georgia texas to kingdom uh who i don't know who that is uh worry watching president obama speak yesterday and how bittersweet um and disheartening it was to see all the predictable criticisms from black and white liberal and progressives man listen i don't know what i did right but i ain't seen none of it mm-hmm. not one Neither. and i knew they did it you know what i'm saying so don't but get me wrong because they, they, they only know one song and they play it every time the nigga speaks but man I didn't not at least maybe it's, you know what it is? It's probably my my filters, right?
1: Yeah, probably you, my yeah, filters on because I just, tweeted out a couple things, yeah, you all that stuff, and right. I just
0: didn't see the responses to it. So maybe right. they was in there deep, you but didn't see the responses. I'm gonna tell you right now, dog, didn't miss it. Not one, didn't miss it. Don't talk to me, baby. Go do what you continue to plan on not doing. Go sit somewhere and not vote and be mad. I'm fine. That man gave a beautiful eulogy to to uh to a legend everyone seemed to like it i didn't watch the whole thing i don't really do funerals as entertainment Mm -mm. but he seemed to give a beautiful speech people loved it people like he finally bearing his teeth uh uh, i saw a lot of people giving him props that normally don't you know i checked on a couple people because i because they always be on his ass and they finally was like okay yes this is what i want to hear and i said okay cool i'm out that's it that's good enough for me i'm not testing the limits i don't expect uniformity on these topics so um yeah at this point at this point history's just gonna look back on them like the assholes and it just is what it is man like if you're in if in the face of trump all you got is smoke for obama suck my balls because it doesn't make sense okay <laughs> if that's all you got, actually don't suck my balls okay that is for that is a treat for people that you know i respect and love okay <laughs> so no go wash my car okay wash Do some my walk. car okay if you really are that fucking obtuse right now and then the thing that they can't like how can you be upset at obama for promoting voting at john lewis's funeral if there's ever a fucking time if there's ever a person you know is looking down from heaven like double thumbs up get these niggas to the polls you know who it is It's john lewis get the fuck what is wrong with people oh it's like i tell you they know one song they know one song it's like let me get my banjo out like they cannot help themselves but yeah i refuse to engage them people all of them are terrible people and either they're misguided or they're stupid but but those are two groups of people i have stopped fucking with too old to be wasting time talking to (laughs) stupid or misguided people that's too old Mm -mm. talking to me is a privilege we had a rick and crew and most didn't appreciate it it feels like all the other groups of survivors t- took down and continue to attack because uh talking on the supreme walk, taking on the supreme walk is dangerous and hard yeah it's easy to talk shit about um obama and trump anyway love to hear both your comments take care and be safe celeste thank you Karen. what about your comments that was just my comments
1: oh i don't agree yeah yeah because it's you know i've I've said this, I will continue to say this. A lot of Negroes have made a career, a whole ass career off of shit on Obama, and they not gonna let it go. Like they shitted on him while he was in office they shitted on him after he initially left office and everything he do they're gonna come out the woodworks because truthfully they are tired because guess what while he was in office you shitting know him made you a brand made you a name the white folks paid you y'all were fucking everywhere and the second he got out of office guess what they didn't need y'all no more they started cutting black journalists and talking heads and shit like that so now all of a sudden nobody wants to hear what you got to say and you're
0: mad not a new thing uh, they have on twitter you can turn off retweets so because that's how a lot of the stupid shit would get on my timeline some mm-hmm. somebody would retweet it whether they agree with it or disagree with it right they retweeted onto my timeline like look at this they hate obama and i'm like why should i allow you to spread that type of bullshit into my life no no more that privilege is gone no we don't yeah, see you what you're talking about you anymore. can
1: don't see the comments and all talk yeah shit. Mm-hmm. now
0: y'all do some dumb shit you know, and it's that thing now where I start feeling like I'm two steps ahead of people. Where I'm like, I know where this is going, and you know they don't see it because they, or maybe they do see it, and they just like being in the mix of the mess every mm-hmm. week. Yeah,
1: you just I'm good. Yeah, you post something, and just mute it, where you can't see the comments. Yeah, I'm
0: good. Like, sometimes I share shit on Facebook. I don't even leave a comment. I don't care no more. Mm-hmm. Y'all got it.
1: I do too. I post it. I don't even yeah. come back to it.
0: Like y'all gonna y'all gonna go off <laughs> with it with or without me, and that's what the show is for. I can always bring my full nuanced thoughts here and have context and all that shit and not be arguing with niggas online
1: yep because what I realized particularly as I got older my time is valuable and my time is precious and I don't have unlimited amount of time and once you realize that you will start using your time wisely and fussing and arguing and debating with people is a whole ass waste of my time if i do that with you is because i actually care and i respect your opinion about
0: yeah, it yeah it. it's not to pass the time right monique writes in our girl kim doc hey karen my love hey rod lol hey, wow buddy. the shade you know what uh her email got lost
1: that was, no it didn't, I, it, it didn't don't work. do this it, it, i like the love for
0: some reason the rest of this email just Mm-mm, i can't mm, don't, see it
1: don't be lying over there don't be lying you 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 mm-hmm, just like a black man mm-hmm.
0: uh there is no greater feeling than when Karen hits you with a hey baby and smiles i could do that is that what the problem is is that why i don't get all this love hold on let me start over <laughs> what a damn week what the fuck this is from our girl, Monique, aka Kim Doc. Oh, hey baby. It ain't the same. It is the same. It's better. No, it ain't. Hey baby. That sound like some jealousy over there. You okay sir? <laughs> I'm just tired of being disrespected on my own show. <laughs> this is like when they said you had the grass hugs and all this shit and I'm like, I do. my hugs is, is stupendous. Okay, you can ask Mariano. He know.
1: <laughs>
0: there's no greater feeling when Karen hits you with a hey baby and smiles we appreciate you Karen Rod you're dope as well lol these lol's not sitting right with me <laughs> feel like shade Mm-mm-mm. after I defended your Nick fandom from Justin this is what I get
1: <laughs> I hope y'all had
0: a great week thus far truly what the hell do you have to lose well only your life if you're Herman Cain come on this nigga only died life. he died dancing for him man I can't the delusion the delusion man like i'm I it's it, like it's obviously funny i'm you know we laugh about all kinds of death and shit on the show so it's obviously funny right i get that and i and that part of my brain never stops working that it's all you know i get the humor in it but it's also so fucking sad ain't it though like
1: i do see i see the sadness in it
0: you belief believe in white supremacy to the death like I, I i keep thinking in that picture of him with, with no mask on with all them other black people that love trump and tulsa and i'm just like mm-hmm. just all of y'all risked your lives for a uh, for white supremacy correct like and white like i just i don't get it man what the fuck is wrong with y'all i it's i don't i don't even it's like looking at a fucking lamb that's running around with some wolves or some shit you just like what they wolves they're
1: gonna they're gonna eat you one day I hope yeah. you they might not eat you the day or tomorrow but one day you're gonna be the meal you
0: are on the menu i don't even know if trump said anything about this nigga dying
1: Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
0: i don't even think he tweeted nothing about him dying
1: Mm-mm. 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 that man gonna have funeral and everything he ain't gonna speak at it
0: he died for nothing <laughs> like and i guess maybe because in my heart of heart i always hope that Cause there's two alternatives. Either you're a true believer in this shit, right? These white, these black Republicans, you're a true believer, and I know a lot of people prefer that because then it's easy to hate them and be like these stupid motherfuckers. But then, uh, in a weird way, I kind of always hope they're just grifting. Now I know that's probably even worse, Mm -hmm. and it does technically make you a worse person, but. I can understand the grift you see what i'm saying yes i can it's like i can understand why an atheist will become a mega church pastor it's so easy how could you not do it i i struggle with it every day and it's and, and it's so easy to do because you don't need no proof of work beforehand you just need to say you changed your mind and they accept it and then from that point on you could be doing all the sins in the bible they don't care edit long was fucking boys underage boys they didn't give a fuck people was mad that anyone got upset about it the catholic church just got some of that money from the fucking government for small businesses just took some and also just had another sex uh scandal come out they gonna use that money to pay off the people that they was raping yes sir you know what i'm saying Joel osteen wouldn't open up his church during the flood talking about you niggas ain't gonna track mud on my carpet okay this is so tempting every day every morning i wake up and be like is this today let me check my bank balance not yet <laughs> I'm not gonna cash in the atheist chip yet but it's so tempting and so i kind of see rep- black republicans like that like jason winlock is probably just grifting how the fuck you had opposite opinions 20 years ago and now you the complete opposite you at some point day paying they it, pay you made a decision you know Marcellus wallet used to seem like a pretty cool dude on espn for the most part now he's coon number one or whatever yeah, people call him
1: to take jason woodlock like spot
0: yeah like like i kind of understand i don't agree with it i get it you know what i'm saying so i i feel like that's what's happening with uh that's what i hope was happening with herman Kane. i hoped he was in on the griff turns out this poor adorable ridiculous fool fucking believed that shit
1: yep and died for the cause
0: died for the cause
1: and they're not gonna care they're not gonna come to your funeral nobody gonna speak about you
0: oh my god i bet i bet i bet donald trump didn't even call herman cain's wife
1: if he did probably called her the wrong name
0: he probably didn't even He not even gonna zoom into the funeral he don't care you know he not nigga you stupid you like you just i know he in hell like ain't this a bitch you know what i mean <laughs> this nigga oh my god he ain't even gonna tweet about me mm-hmm. oh my ugh. anyway waste of life i can't believe he he threw his life away for this shit like, the Rona gonna have to come get me. You know what I'm saying? This, uh, he an old black man. You in the demo, bro. When and I, won't when I you. mean come
1: get me, I'm talking about that nigga gotta knock my dough down. He he got to break in.
0: Oh, my God. Not Black Walnut. You know? I thought... He's... Mm-hmm, cause, and the thing is, he accomplished
1: some shit. And But, you know, he in the history books.
0: Yeah. Hey, like, he was supposed to be, you know... Adorable, mm-hmm. you know, y'all remember this? Um, let me see how I put it on screen. I remember we covered this on the show when it happened, but uh, um, you remember when he uh was, was got asked about Libya when he was running for president mm-hmm. and he didn't know shit about Libya, mm-hmm. so he had to stall.
2: So, you agreed with President Obama on Libya or not? Okay, Libya
0: he literally looks into the sky rolls his eyes as if he's remembering not only A where Libya is and B what Obama said about it
1: Right. You so say that, he has no idea how to answer this question so
0: he can be the opposite of that now in hindsight thinking about this the easiest way out would be yes I agree with him and he actually wouldn't have had to answer the rest of this question but herman cain not a very smart man one of the reasons i thought he was adorable was because there was no fucking way he could ever get any position of power because he's herman cain he's even worse than ben carson no per the man lost the standing in the party because he was trying to fuck some white woman and she came clean about it yep the one thing a black he was
1: gonna keep running if he not for that
0: right like they you know the one thing they really afraid a black man gonna do over there with proximity to all them white women's. he touched that okay so i hit play all right so that was not us just having dead air right that's how long it's taking him thinking about this libya question yeah the shift pushed the water over yeah he touched the water bottle like the answer was under the bottle like uh let me just move what did i write down? what did i write down earlier Shit, where's my staff when i need them
2: <sighs> president obama supported
0: the- okay at this point he's clearly using the cadence of can you finish my sentence for me
1: right <laughs> yeah he's throwing a so the dude can be like well this is what he said right? right
0: like it's like it's like in a spelling test a spelling bee where you're asking to use it in a sentence that's what he's trying to do. He's like uh, Olivia. So President Obama supported? No, didn't support. And he's just looking at the person's face, hoping yeah, for and some. Looking
1: like you didn't study, did you?
0: Yeah, just hoping for something. But the du- the reporter knows that this man don't know what the fuck he's talking about. So he basically turns into Bill Duke. Hey, real let quick. You see something? Now <laughs> you see that you done fucked up, you know that, don't you? I say, you know what I'm saying? I, no, I, I thought... what no, I'm so saying? That you done I, fucked up, no, you know that, don't you? I, yeah, I'm <laughs> No, you done fucked up, don't you? you no, know it doesn't. <laughs> no, you done fucked up. Without the tape, they had nothing. That's what he turned into. Like, that reporter said, death, man, see, now, you know you done fucked up. <laughs> He supported or did not wait. Obama. Clinton? Nope. Okay.
2: Ah! President Obama supported the uprising. Correct. President Obama. Called.
0: Correct. <laughs> Am I doing? Give me a clue. Okay. I like to dial a friend. He said
1: correct. Like the dude was going. He
0: basically want him to confirm it. Right. <laughs> Shout out to Regis Filming. Rest in peace. Yeah. Can I can I ask the audience? I like to can ask I the audience. I a friend. Yeah, like the I like to fifty fifty this one. Can we take off one of the answers?
2: All oh, for the removal of Gaddafi Just want to make sure we're talking about the same thing before I say yes. I agreed. I I know I didn't agree. Because
1: um, you I, have no idea what y'all are talking about.
0: Also, I love how the
2: reporter never answers him.
1: No, the, the reporter's <laughs> just gonna let him talk. He
0: was just like mm
2: I do not agree with the way he handled it for the following reason. Um no, that's that's a different one.
1: That's a different one.
0: Hold up, hold up. That's 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 Iraq. That's not even the same president. Hold up. So okay, I definitely disagree with him. See he knows as a Republican he has to disagree with Obama. Right. It wouldn't matter what the fuck Obama did so he gotta disagree but then he got he he don't know what obama did so he like um libya that's the one that started with an l right
1: where's that on the map
0: can you just let me can you leave the room and let me have a laptop for 10 minutes and just you know wikipedia and then you just come ask me again um he moved his chair move this chair crossed his legs he's he trying to
1: kill time because he has no idea how to answer this question
0: this is me and every pop quiz a teacher has had in a in a book i didn't read okay it's, right are you gonna give the book report on huckleberry finn huckleberry finn uh, just move my water over this way push that number two pencil to the left i'm gonna lean back and just cross my legs a little bit and uh Let's see Huckleberry Finn. Is that correct? That is a book. Correct. Okay, see that's what I thought. Because uh let's see Huckleberry Finn is a great book because it had so much uh nope, that's another one. Wrong book. Uh I'm thinking about The Adventures of Tom Sawyer. So, that's It's not the same book. Nope. Uh, Nigga Jim was in that book, so I hold this water over here now. Uh... (laughs) Justin Jackie, I gotta
2: go back see. uh...
0: You can't be president. You can't be president like this. Okay, Mm -mm. we're not asking you to find your car keys. You can't be president like this. If if Joe Biden did this shit, do you understand? Right now? If Joe Biden had a breakdown like this right now, do you understand what would happen to this election? This man was a front runner when this happened. He was. It didn't matter. Like it was just like he's adorable. We don't we all know we're not voting for him. So let's let her cook.
2: Got all this stuff twirling around in my head. Um Specifically, whether you ask me did I agree or not disagree with Obama. I, I was asking if you agree. Craig was asking me about the Bush foreign policy, so I was taking a specific example from the Obama administration that was controversial within his own administration on what he should have done or not done. And I was wondering if you agreed with what he did or if you would have responded differently. Um, you know, it's an issue that's come up since you've been running for office, and, and I was wondering how you would Here, handle. Here's it. what I would have. I would have done a better job of determining who the opposition is, and I, oh,
0: that would have been a perfect time for the, for the reporter to be like, "And hey, who's that? <laughs> and who would that be, Herman?" He, still have
2: no idea. <laughs> I'm sure that our intelligence people had that had some of that information based upon who made up that opposition. Okay, based on who made up that opposition, um, might have caused me to make some different decisions about how we participated. Secondly, no, I did not agree with Gaddafi killing its citizens.
0: That's not the question. But here is what I think is funny, though: is this is me in the book report example being like, okay, so what I would have done is read the book. Yeah. After I read the book. I would have been able to report on the book in a way that was satisfactory to passing this book report exam.
1: Yeah. And the thing is, this wasn't in the reporters. This sounds like somebody else, like kind of behind and basically not giving him the answer, but just explaining how did they got to the question, which mm-hmm. actually is no help for him because he actually wants the an answer.
2: Yeah. He don't know. Right. Absolutely not. So something would have happened. Then I would have supported uh, many of the things that they did in order to help stop that. It's not a simple yes, no, because there are different pieces, and I would have gone about assessing the situation differently, which might have co- might have caused us to end up in the same place. But where I think more could have been done was what's the nature of the opposition? So you would have sent ground troops? or I didn't. No, I didn't. I said I would have done.
0: Now, see, no, nope, you can't trick me, because that would be me saying something.
1: Right, because the person answering actually knows the answer. Right. So he's he talking to you, and you actually don't know how to respond. Right,
0: that's the teacher being like, So, did you think uh, the character of Nigger Jim was offensive? Nope, see? That, no, see you I, didn't that. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I don't even know who Nigger Jim is. Is that in the book? Because I didn't read it.
2: I've done a better job of assessing the situation relative to the opposition <coughs> first before I made other decisions about what we would do. So many Republicans supported, congratulated him for how he handled that. You would not have been among that group? I'm not criticizing him. I'm just saying I just don't think enough was done relative to assessing the opposition.
0: Literally, you are criticizing him to say that, but then, okay.
2: Before everything, you know, exploded. That's what I'm saying. I'm a much more deliberate problem, a decision maker. It's a point that that I keep coming back to. Some people want to say, well, as president, you're supposed to know everything. No, you don't. I believe in having all of the information, as much of it as I possibly can, rather than making a decision or making a statement about whether I totally agreed and didn't agree when I wasn't privy to the entire situation.
0: Considering how he died, wow wow because mm. what you did see barack obama having at john lewis's funeral was a mask because he was privy to as much information and he's a deliberate decision maker and problem solver so he wasn't out there dying dancing for him you know what i mean to think this man is in this moment is saying how he will be a better president than Obama than Obama and how he will make better decisions. And he died in the goofiest fucking way possible. Throwing your life away as a shield for white supremacy. Just to be there and go, look at me, I'm a black and I'm also here with these white people. And guess what, America? I ain't got no mask. Ooh, that's how you died, bro. And you say here and on Obama's decision-making? Let me tell you how he would not die.
2: Dancing for him. Mm-hmm. Fuck it.
0: That out might, of
2: might of be him. some things there that might have caused me to feel differently. So, I'm not trying to hedge on the questions. It- he
0: literally, he's saying, now he's saying what you, he's saying what he's doing by saying he's not doing it. <laughs> Sir. I'm not stalling for time as I pick up my water to almost sip, but not sip to... You know, I'm not dodging the question as I not don't answer you. Okay,
2: it's just that that's my nature as a businessman. I need to know the facts as much as possible. I need to hear all of the alternatives. For example, someone just I might you might have mentioned that even within the administration there were different views. I would want to hear all those views, look at all the information, and then I make the decision
0: which is what obama did all right enough of this dummy but my point being it was adorable because he could never be president no never it was a miracle he got to run little caesars you know what i mean like the 999 plan was adorable because it was ridiculous
1: yes it was
0: and and, yeah and he threw his life away because he wasn't in on the joke no he wasn't was he i can't believe it anyway back to this i'm sorry um, I'm still in disbelief on how infected the minds of the people are. Truly a sad state to be living through, and while we pity the self imposed decision made that causes death, it's still truly a shame. We talk jo- and joke about Koonin, but they usually live to see the reckoning, a rare case of redemption. His poor family can't even sue if they wanted to because that was the point of that waiver. Disgusting. Of
1: course. It was Godfather's <laughs> baby. I forgot. You
0: said, Godfather's. Yeah, I my you bad. Said I said Little Caesar, mm-hmm. didn't I? My bad, y'all. I would never try to disgrace Little C Wait, hold on. So y'all saying he worked for Godfathers? Godfathers. Now that's the one that says uh, pizza, pizza, right? No, 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 see, that? no, I knew that was wrong. I knew, that's not it. That's not the one. Uh, he worked for, they sell, uh, tacos out of there. And what, what, what I would have done is, uh, said we should sell pizza, you know, because that's what people expect from a pizza place. So that, that's where he fucked up right away which I would not have, I would have actually, I would have had everyone bring all the food to me and made a decision based on the types of food on the menu on what we would sell to customers who would come in and then eat said food, you know, cause I'm more of a deliberate decision maker than, uh, than, uh, uh, Herman, Herman Kane. So, i believe you said you said something about godfathers right Mm -hmm. because those are some good movies okay there was uh three of those and two of them are great and one of them is the result of nepotism because that that was his daughter that directed that one and uh, it was terrible but um so yeah pizza hut is uh definitely on the menu tonight um. Uh. uh, uh. <laughs> uh yeah. Have, I haven't ever seen the administration or the Republicans of of note release a statement. <laughs> yeah, none of them because they don't care. They can't even pretend to care.
1: No. If you
0: black and you still the
1: mind. are the
0: black coons even doing like did like is candace owens releasing Mm-mm. a statement did Mm-mm. Mm-mm. did michael still say anything i know no. he's not cooning as much anymore everybody
1: on their own they don't care
0: what kind of callousness and evil is that and all you got uh tweets about pizza and distractions about delaying the election he had to have known first that kane died and that their racist rally that day at the juneteenth at their racist dial- oh yeah and that the racist rally the death of juneteenth how ironic i just can't was where he caught the virus that led directly to his death. Wicked is not the word. There must have been a more vowed descriptor for this. Yeah, you know he would uh Trump is gonna say that's not where he got it. He's like, we well, don't know where he got the virus. He gonna do all that shit, you know. He could have got it anywhere, you know, he wasn't wearing a mask and I you know I wear a mask. he been wearing a mask for three minutes. So while this is the fate that I would label a coon, it brings me no pleasure. It brings me sadness because they've only radicalized deeper into this Trump worship and he nor his crew give a fuck about any of y'all. All of the why, as the wise Janicia F tweeted, yo, Herman Cain let these white people kill him for real. He could have just stayed home and been anti-black from his house alive and COVID free. Come on. She is a prophet. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's honestly just, it's funny because it's so ridiculous. But then it's not funny because it's so ridiculous. Like, I get, however you feel about this, I understand. Because I'm of, definitely of two minds about it. And one of them can't stop thinking of jokes. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> just, so, it's like, I can't stop thinking <laughs> thinking of jokes about this motherfucker. And then the other part is like, I can't believe you really died for them. You You really died for them. Random question. Will President Obama speak at Mitch McConnell's funeral, Clarence Thomas? Well, first of off, we have to wonder if he'd be invited. The divide is only going to get deeper. I don't know. I think Obama is classy enough to do it. I don't know that he would want to or that they would ask him to. And more importantly, I don't know if Michelle would let him. So I think that's the real question, you know, because someone told me that he eulogized McCain but I, I thought he just attended McCain's funeral but didn't speak. But I don't know, I guess McCain's like one of the, he's like the last Republican you actually could speak at his funeral, I guess. Cause he had some good shit before he went totally evil at the end, but I don't know, man. It's all, it's all politics and shit. But uh, yeah, I think Obama is a classy enough dude. He could speak at any of these motherfuckers' funerals if he wanted to. Yes, sir. Because he's that good. But he, I mean, but why would you invite him? You know, he' about to get up there and stunt on your ass. Could you imagine him at Trump funeral, stunting on these motherfuckers? They don't want that. Have you seen this they, man talk?
1: They, they might not even invite him.
0: They better not because he would Cause get up there if, right, and if they invite him he gonna come he would take the most classiest nah. shit on this man now nah, michelle
1: wouldn't show up that'd be a one-man show it'd be like yeah. two no one well michelle i don't think
0: that. i don't think he'd go without michelle that's my guess so he got invited and she ain't want to come i feel like he ain't coming but they ain't gonna invite him why um anyway my aunt and oh wait trump hasn't been at any of these funerals except george bush senior What kind of disgrace of a president do you have to be where people would rather rot in hell than invite you to a funeral?
1: Yeah, because McCain didn't invite him.
0: People normally say the past will, will, the future will be a reckoning on the past, on the present and shit. And I'm like, no, people don't fuck with this man now. Like, this motherfucker is how we feel about Bull Connor, but now. Because, like, Bull Connor was very popular to a segment of the the population at the time. You had to respect him because he had an office. But at the same fucking time, like th- there was su- like there was a certain amount of support for the dude, and that that, that the Trump support is not like that. You either in that hive of Trump or not. It's not even Republican support. Mm-hmm. It's just the Trump hive.
1: Yes, the hive.
0: Uh, anyway, Trump hasn't been. Anyway, my aunt in Houston was released from hospital on Thursday morning after a month long COVID battle well congratulations i'm glad she's out Mm -hmm. thank god uh she will need a home care aid until she can regain her strength wow as a scientist be fucking people up man mm -hmm. that's the thing they just go you didn't die it's like there are so many things that happen between living covid free and death come on uh as a scientist i do wonder if her refusal to agree to any of the trials the hospital offered her they even offered her five hundred dollars to try a non-fda approved drug could have helped her recover faster and not cause any undue damage to her organs it's truly impossible to say yeah it's a hell of a decision to make and it's 500 dollars. but it's like it's 500 and then you give me the chloroquine or 500 and i'm getting that uh that one that starts with a r i can't remember Thankfully, she, her daughter and her granddaughter and infant great grandson all recovered from their bout with COVID. Be safe, everyone. Kim Doc. Glad they recovered. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, like you said, and also hits the whole house. Like a lot of times it hits the entire house.
0: Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad everyone's doing okay. Glad your family's all right. All right. This is a long one, but we did have to do two weeks of feedback. So thank y'all for writing in. Everyone yes. that left a review, all that stuff, the scammer that left us a, uh, uh phone voicemail that wants to get our social security numbers and pin passwords thank you uh and you know kim doc even if you don't have love for me the way you have for karen it's uh it's fine (laughs) i'm just the one that's here reading all your emails and hanging out with you during uh balls deep and pregame on time and stuff like that that's just that's just me you know that's just that's just what i do but i understand all right y'all um we'll talk to y'all later until then i love you i love you too